Hey, Neil, uh, the hockey news came out with a cover. I know. Yeah, all you do is bitch. Listen, eight eight guys in the NHL. dog had it right, man. These sports shows with these 85-minute breaks, you're out of your mind. Who are you kidding, moneymaker? You run 45 million commercials. You're doing commercials for dead people. We have eight. 16 minutes an hour on here. Oh, That's one of the God. reasons we got an audience is because uh, we're on all sports uh, radio. See, we thought it was all sports radio. They left the R out. It's all sponsor radio on the sports shows. Mad Dog's right. You're right. Hey, I spent the day yesterday. I spent the day with uh, Mad Dog yesterday at the Touchdown Club with all those money makers. That was yeah, interesting. Tell us again about how you spent the day with the Mad Dog at the Touchdown Club. I want to hear about that. Eight guys in the NHL that need to be great this year. And you know who they put on the cover is Eric Lindros. His career's over. The Leafs won uh, 5-3 last night in uh, Helsinki. How do you like that against Yogurt, whatever the hell, uh, Yogurt? Here's the players they think they need to step up. The little Finnish girls team. Byron Defoe. They're finished. Yarmir Yager. This idiotic article you sent me from Monday, by the way, it's old news about the uh, people washing their hands. You wash your hands after you cable. I wash my hands whenever I feel like it, okay, depending on what I had them on. But anyway, it says here, Reuters, Toronto International Airport. Even you know it's Pearson International Airport. What a bunch of morons at the Reuters. They probably work at the Sun Sentinel. Do you know that the Sun Sentinel still hasn't discovered that Don Cox died on uh, Monday morning? Yeah, they they haven't discovered it. Uh, Do you think that the NHL will go on strike next year? They still think that, what do you mean do I think they're going on strike? They're going to have a lockout, and maybe for two years they're saying now. Wow, so That'll be it. 2005 and 2004 and 2005? Possibly. No That's way. what they're saying. Benito, Benito, man, no more hockey. Can you believe they sold that Thrasher team in Atlanta with that nice arena? They're, they're penniless. What do you mean by that? Well, they sold them. They, had, they, they made no money. And then the, yeah. the women's soccer league went under. Everybody's going under. Everybody's going out of business. The Marlins lost 14 nothing. Yeah. I, I know you get excited. Have a you nice know, day, no, Neil. No, seriously, let me say this to you, okay? Yeah, if they make the playoffs, we'll see who's if laughing. If you lose one nothing, it's no different from losing fourteen nothing. My so ass, fourteen nothing. You don't sleep well. It's still only one game in the uh, in the uh, standings. So it's they have twelve game. games left. Do you think they'll make the playoffs or not? Yes. And when they do, should I have a party at Cafe Iguana in Tijuana? Yes. All right. Good luck to you. Have a nice day. And you too, Scott. Get out of here. I dropped it on the floor. Dropped on the floor. I was turning blue. I died right after you. I never thought that I would die at the same time that Johnny Cash did too. Shut the ambulance door. Shut the ambulance door. There's nothing else you can do. Johnny and I are through. Who'd have figured that John Ritter'd pass away with a boy named Sue? I think I may have caught something when I banged to Dan Summers that day. I always thought you were a fool. Well, every show I did blue. My health was steadily falling from the alcohol and the cocaine. Oh. I was a star on the tune. And now we're both in the tune. 1007 at 560 WQM. That was in very poor taste. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, I enjoyed it, though. Tragic. A lot. Immensely. So anyway, we got a short show today because, well, not a ball game or anything, but we got our big Wednesday 1 to 2 hour. And now that we got abbreviated a condensed first segment here because Pharrell uh, can't tell what time it is. Of course, he was talking about some pretty important stuff there in the last segment, wasn't he? No. No. Mm -mm. No. Uh, Who's the biggest nerd of them all, we asked yesterday. I think I figured out how to solve Eric's dilemma, by the way, George. Because Eric's acting up again. No, well, no, he's got a lot of other stuff to do. I mean, we're small potatoes. He doesn't make any money off our website. It's a labor of love, is what I hear. But uh, on these days when we do, like, two polls, like today when we do the preliminary one and we're building the second one, Yeah. 
even though it'll cut down on the number of votes, we don't have to put the second one on until the end of the show. Okay. Uh, you see works. what I'm saying? There's no reason why we have to uh, follow. No, you're right. We have the show poll and the post uh, poll. So we compile it, and then we put it on there at the end of the show, and just one quick fax or email over to Eric, and he slaps it on there, and that's it. So he doesn't have to devote all his precious time, eating time, I mean, uh, working time, to the Neil Rogers website. Because we want to maintain the great quality we've had on there, thanks to your close personal drug-addicted friend. Who's the biggest nerd of them all, we asked yesterday. But there's a long list here. I don't have time to read them all. We'll just do the double-digit ones. 1,153 votes. Bill Gates wins hands down your pantalones, man. People hate Bill Gates, and they can't stand Microsoft and all that crap. They want him to just die a wicked death. Bill Gates, 234. Carrot Top, 117. Woody Allen, 97. George W. Bush, 91. Rick Riley, 47, who's been off the air for a long... How long have they been off? A couple of years now? That's about right. I think that's pretty good, 47 votes for being off the air that long. But they remember what a nerd he was. Paul Schaefer, 39. Al Gore, 35. Jew Lieberman, 33. Oy! Joe Zagecki, 32. Oh, I forgot to ask Scott how come he sucks Joe Zagecki's ass. Don't let me forget tomorrow. Uh-oh. You were supposed to remind me, but we were short on time because... I, I wrote it down like... for Alan Joe Zagecki. Can you believe how long that break went on? Yeah, I believe it. Three minutes after ten? Why don't you just give him the uh, whole first segment? Uh, fine with me. Less uh, less work, more pay. That's my motto. He can go till 10.30 if he wants. Sheb Woolley's dead. It's good enough for Howard Sperm. It's good enough for Pharrell. You can go till 10.30, baby. Just let me get in the spots. Joe Zagaki, 32. Ben Stein and Brian Norcross each had 31. Adam Sandler, 29. Screech had 29. Geldy had 29. He was a late addition. Nice going, Geldy. Oh! You twerp. Tucker Carlson and George Willich had 24. A couple of right-wing assholes with bow ties. Ross Piro, 22, Mike Lupica, 20, Bob Costa, 17, Sean Hannity and Matthew Lesko, 16, and Jay Fiedler, 16, with the big ears. Alex Pinga Pequena, 14, Rick Moranis, 12, Clay Aiken, 10, and Weird Al Yankovic, 10. That's what Clarence said this morning he wanted for the new year, more anus. He said that yesterday, too. He yeah. says it every day. He ain't getting it, though. He ain't getting much. So that's our yesterday poll. Now, here's the first one today. As we're poll intensive, climb on it. Now that we got uh, the official announcement yesterday by John Edwards, who's got a Chinaman's chance in purgatory, and now Wesley Clark, General uh, Wesley Clark's going to throw his hat into the ring today? Right. Why do they use that expression? Have you ever thought about that? Throw his hat into the ring. What I'm a sure stupid-ass thing that is. It comes from something. It comes from Probably some asshole. Boxing or something. Well, back in the days when they used to wear those big fedoras. Right. Remember the Godfather? Michael had that big fedora. Is that like if you wanted to participate in the boxing match? When you he would... came back to see Kay when she had yeah. a class outside of school there, he had that big old-fashioned fedora on her. Yeah. That was a really fashionable was Very piece. gay hat. What's important, Kay, is that... Uh, Howard, let's see. Who would you like to see as the Democratic presidential candidate next year? And here's the list. I think i got them all on her. And we don't want any names of, like, uh, uh, Hillary... People Linda that are LaRouche. running. <laughs> People that are running. Howard Dean, Wesley Clark, Jew Lieberman, John Kerry, Bob Graham, John Edwards, Al Sharpton, Dennis Kucinich, Carol Mosley Braun. I don't care. I'm for Bush or I don't care. They all suck. I think I got it covered there, don't you? That's it. Did I leave anybody out? Not that I can see. Who's actually running? Right. Anyone uh, really. No, no, seriously. I, I even put, like, Carol Mosley Braun on there. Nobody knows who that is. I know. Al Sharpton's kind of a joke, but uh, he's running. Uh, and let me also say this. The FDA sucks. I just want to mention it. Oh, look at this. Fourteen more suits uh, priest in church. Where is this? The In Cincinnati. Jesus, this stuff is just pouring in here about the goddamn priests. The most important story of the day, though, is about... Esa negrita que va caminando. Esa negrita tiene su tumbao. Oh, you're wrong. Just to show you what a Banana Republic, South Florida is. Azuta, azuta. Sweet. 
Dolphins <laughs> plan tribute to Celia Cruz at Bill's matchup on Sunday. How do you like that? I mean, what kind of crap is that? Are they having a tribute to John Ritter? No. No. Are they having a tribute to Johnny Cash? They are. Anybody going to sing any Johnny Cash music Sunday at the ballgame? No. No. But only in the Banana Republic, baby. They're doing it again. Celia Cruz. The Dolphins have announced plans to hold a tribute to salsa legend Celia Cruz during halftime of Sunday night's game against the Bills. Boy, that could be an ugly game, man. Cruz's husband, Pedro Knight, will receive a dollar. Do you think he's kin to Sunny Knight? Will receive, I guess it's confidential. Will receive a Dolphins jersey during the tribute, which will include a performance by Latin Grammy uh, nominee Victor Manuel, who obviously is not from Cuba. Better not be. Uh, Cruz, 78, died of a brain tumor July 16. The Cuban exile was immensely popular in Miami, so much so that Calle Ocho, the main street running through the city's Cuban community, has the honorary name of Celia Cruz Way. I thought that dressing in drag was the Celia Cruz Way. It is. Tribute's part of a Latin theme night at Pro Player Stadium in honor of Hispanic Heritage Month. I didn't even know that. Did you? It's Hispanic nope. Heritage Month? I had no idea. Are you proud of his, your Hispanic heritage? Oh, yeah. I'm, uh, I got the flag painted on my face. Well, I would be proud, too, unless I lived in South Florida. Then I'd be embarrassed. Anyway, uh, Marty Cintron, lead singer of the Latin pop group No Mercy, is scheduled to perform the Star Spangled Banner before the game on acoustic guitar. In addition, 255th graders from Ben Shepherd Elementary School in Hialeah will be on the field for the halftime ceremony holding flags from 20 Hispanic nations. No picket of English aquí, okay? So there you go. That's what's going on Sunday night before the Bills trounce the Dolphins. It will probably be one of the most embarrassing losses since that uh, 62 to 7 loss. Was that the score of Jacksonville? It was pretty bad. No, no, wasn't it 62 to 7? You know, now that you're on the payroll, these ambiguous answers aren't going to cut it. Let's uh, get right to the chase. We now welcome Senator John Kerry, joining us from Des Moines, Democrat of Massachusetts, now an official candidate for his party's nomination. I might add. Don't interrupt. Uh, Go to some phone calls. You're watching Larry King Live. Denver, Colorado. Hello. Senator Kerry, how will you pay off the deficit? You're going to have to kick back in more money now. And by the way, we're going to penalize every family in America. Port Ritchie, Florida. Hello. Senator Kerry, is it true that you used to work at Sears as a mannequin? Oh, absolutely. Yep. Nineteen years experience. Olympia, Washington. Hello. Senator Kerry, what will you do with health care? Uh, I had health care because I'm a United States senator and I could afford it. And that's why I'm going to see to it that everyone in America can't get what I got. We can't serve all of you because we don't have enough money. That's the reason great. we don't have enough money, Larry, is because I party. Gardner, Massachusetts. Hello. Senator Kerry. How's the herpes? Oh, you're really nice to ask. Uh, I'm, I'm able to say that I am cured, and uh, I want to stay that way. Thank you, Senator. We'll be seeing you again soon. Thanks so much. Senator John Kerry, now an official candidate for his party's nomination. 1019 at 560 WQM. So somebody immediately faxes us in, which we thank them profusely. What is the meaning and the origin of the expression to throw one's hand into the ring? When you throw or toss your head into the ring, what you're doing is informing everyone that you're willing to enter a contest. The expression these days is normally used in politics. When somebody throws his hat in, in or into the ring, he's announcing to the world he's a candidate in the coming election. In other words, he's contesting. Here are a few examples. Renuka is seriously considering throwing her hat into the ring this time. Arjun, this is from the Hindu newspaper in India, so that's why we got these Indian names. Yeah. Arjun has tossed his hat into the ring. This should make things interesting. Mm -hmm. I would sound people out before throwing my hand. The expression comes from the sport of boxing. In the old days, whenever somebody threw his hand in the ring in boxing, it implied that he was challenging the boxer. He was willing to fight the person in the ring. A well-known boxer, John L. Sullivan, used to go through this ritual every time he fought. After defeating his opponent, Sullivan would toss his hand in the ring. This was a challenge to the people in the audience. 
If the man who challenged him was able to remain on his feet till the end of the bout, then Sullivan used to give him a prize. There were not too many occasions when he actually had to pay the challenger. How do you like that? So the original meaning of throwing the hat in the ring was to challenge. It was only in the 19th century the expression took on a meaning it has today, announcing one's uh, political candidacy. How do you like that? And probably has something to do with hat trick and hockey, too, wouldn't you think, uh, Scott? Uh, sure. No. Probably not. <laughs> anyway, I love this fact. This is uh, very good stuff. Religious broadcaster uh, Pat Robertson prayed on the Christian Broadcasting Network based in Virginia Beach that Isabel would turn from the coast. He asked God to put a wall of protection around Virginia Beach and the East Coast. In the name of Jesus, we, we reach our hand in faith and <laughs> command the storm to cease its forward motion to the north and turn and go out into the sea. Robertson prayed on the 700 Club. Has he got any chance no. of that happening? No. As it continues moving north-northwest at about nine miles per hour. In fact, I'm thinking right now I have a psychic vision that it's going to like go plowing right into Virginia Beach and right up uh, Pat Robertson's Rectum. ass. How do you like that? Huh? We can that's, only if, pray. If you ask me, that's what I'm praying for. Oh, in the name of Jesus, in the name of... Oh, God. Let's pray that that storm, that the eye, the old brown eye <laughs> of Hurricane Isabel. Why is it that every time I say that now I start thinking of <laughs> Celia Cruz? I can't stop. Every time I start that crap, I just can't stop playing it, you know? Now, the enthusiasm of Sunday night celebration and tribute to Celia may be tempered somewhat when the PA announcer does announce to the crowd officially it has been determined by in the autopsy that Celia was a man. But that's beside the point. I guess the people, discriminating people already knew that, didn't they? I guess. So Pat Robertson says uh, he's praying for it. Now, a lot of people dying. That's why I played those uh, I'm dying over here things. A lot mm -hmm. of people dying. They're dropping like flies. We can't even keep track. In fact, the sunset. Seriously, I don't want to go too ape on it because obviously South Florida is so insensitive anyway. They don't really give a crap. We didn't have one call from anybody since Monday I announced it that anybody saying, well, you know, Don Cox was a real personality and it's really a shame. He was only 55 years old. He died in his sleep. He was up there taking care of his ill mother in Georgia and Atlanta. Nothing, because the people of South Florida are callous and indifferent. So maybe they deserve the scum sentinel. See, even if they would, even if Duff wouldn't have emailed the information to Tom Jicka, which he did, he told me that again this morning. Even if he wouldn't have done that, they could have ripped it off out of the Herald, which wouldn't be the first time right. that they've done that. Sure, but no, because when Jerry Williams died, did they care? No. No. When uh, Dick Casper died, did they care? No. no because Tom Jicka, one of those guys, might have to do a little homework and talk to a couple of people, which is so much more difficult and time-consuming than just writing a puff opinion piece about some bogus uh, fall TV show that's going to get canceled in three weeks anyway. See, I think you're the one that's wrong. I see. You keep presuming that Tom Jicka is a radio writer. He obviously stopped doing well, no, that. I, I just said Tom yeah. Jicka or somebody. I'm assuming yeah. him because he's supposed to be the no, long-time, long-standing radio TV no, no, maven over there. washed his hands of that, obviously. But uh, he washed his hands while maybe he was at Pearson Inter or Toronto International <laughs> Airport. What a crock of crap, you know? This is the kind of stuff that makes it on, in the news wires. Oh, 96% of the people at Toronto International Airport, which it's not called, uh, are washing their hands as compared to like 75%. How about some of the Pakistanis and Indian people? Are they washing it? No. No, and you can believe me. Ooh. You know, I've, I've brought that up so many times over the years, and people refuse to acknowledge, I guess because there's so many parochial people in the U.S., they refuse to acknowledge that people's diet and their skin pigmentation result in a different aroma. You know what I'm saying? Right. Sure. Because it's very easy to say, well, gee, they haven't seen a bar of soap in 15 years. And that's possible, I guess. But I, I think there's like a pigmentation thing. Like people from India and Pakistan. Mm -hmm. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? Not, not all. What's I don't that? Like... Curry. 
Kid Curry had something to do with it? I'm sure he did. So I'll be picking on everything. him now that his good buddy Don Cox just died on Monday. At least I'll say one thing for Kid Curry. He's not making that an excuse to screw off, okay, like Greg Reed did. Oh, gee, I'm all, all broken up about Cox. I can't deal with that now. But we did get Scott on a payroll. He's got the paperwork filled out. He's like a, a step away from the payroll. It's coming. Anyway, guess who died? You already know because you faxed these things right. to me. I got two Tragic. of them. I'm going to go well, into Let me morning. start with the other one first, the one that uh, doesn't really bother me all that much. I'm not broken up about it. Garner Ted Armstrong, evangelist known for the world tomorrow in Tyler, Texas. Evangelist Garner Ted Armstrong, known for his work on the religious TV program, The World Tomorrow, died Monday afternoon of complications from pneumonia. Mr. Armstrong, 73, died in the Tyler Hospital. His son, Mark Armstrong, told the Tyler Morning Telegraph, here comes the best part of this story. Just like Pat Robertson, we cannot fully understand why the healing we begged for was not granted. Mark Armstrong said in a written statement, I know that my dad fully expected that his work will continue, and we've all got an enormous responsibility to make certain that his work has not been in vain and that his voice will not be silenced. Yaddy, yaddy, yaddy. Mr. Armstrong founded the Church of God International in 1978 after his father, Herbert W. Armstrong, the late founder of the Worldwide Church of God, excommunicated his son from the church based in Pasadena, California. He founded the Garner Ted Armstrong Evangelica, Even Evangelistic Association in Tyler in 78, along with the Church of God International. Yaddy, yaddy, yaddy. How do you like that? Yeah, that was the original one, was uh, Herbert W. Armstrong. I forgot about him. Who? And then we had Garner Ted, and now we've got Mark, who says, We can't understand why the healing we begged for wasn't granted. Can you understand it? Nope. Me neither. Maybe God was busy. Maybe he was. Maybe God was working on a tribute for Celia Cruz. We would be doing a van hit, by the way, for the best of Neil today, but it's very dubious because uh, Miguel has to service Doreen twice before noon, and that may take a little while. <laughs> well, no, in his case, it may take a while for him to get it up. I guess if they would blindfold him. Right. Get him drunk. And tell, and tell him it was like uh, the, the uh, body of Celia Cruz or even Ann Bishop. I think it might have greater impact. Take a Viagra. Take about a bottle of Viagra. And the other death, this is really sad. Volker Bryan's going to be all broken up about this and all the other old farts like us, too. Mm -hmm. I'm wailing. Sheb Woolley died. Oh, no. Mm. A veteran actor in westerns like High Noon who also recorded the number one pop ditty. The Purple People Eater has died. His wife said he was 82. This is in Nashville. Woolley suffered from leukemia in 1996, was hospitalized Monday at Skyline Medical Center in Nashville. He had just paid respects to American music legend Johnny Cash on Sunday. It was just his time to go, said his wife Linda. Woolley, who died Tuesday, appeared in more than 60 movies, acted in some 50 TV shows, and recorded pop and country songs. On the big screen, Woolley appeared in mostly westerns beginning in 50. His credits included High Noon as a whiskey-drinking killer, Outlaw Josie Wales, War Wagon, Distant Drums, Man Without a Star, Giant, and Hoosiers. The Purple People Eater, about an unidentified flying object, sold 3 million copies in 1958 as the number one pop record. Have we got it? We got it. Oh, there it is. I thought I heard it. Way to go, Scott. Look, I'm doing my job. Don't get crazy. Sort of. Did he say one big brown eye? Is that what he said? <laughs> okay, that's enough. Chef Bully's dead purple people eater. That's enough, like I said. Kill it. Thank you. Ten twelve. Well, we play more, but we don't have time because Pharrell got us backed into a box here. 1027 at 560 WQM announcing a gigantic, humongous 2003 Neil Rogers blowout sale that's going on right now at Hallett Pontiac GMC. Talk to my good buddies Tom Lehman and Joe Prieto who are offering the lowest prices in the universe. Here's Neil deal number one. Save up to $7,000 with the highest rebates of the year plus deep, deep discounts. Neil deal number two. Get 0% financing for up to five years. And listen to this. You can lease a 2003 Pontiac Grand Prix GT2 for just 279 bucks a month for 36 months, you get 12,000 miles a year and only pay $2,000 out of pocket. 
You heard right. You pay only 279 bucks a month. Hallett's also got great unbeatable deals on Yukons and Denali's waiting for you right now. And as you always know, Hallett's got the best selection in town of certified pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs that you can depend on. No lemons on the lot. And if your credit is a problem for you, if it's embarrassing, if you have a blemish or two or 20 or 30, no problem at Hallett. They'll cut you a deal. It's the 2003 Neil Rogers blowout sale. It's happening right now as I speak. At Hallett Pontiac GMC, and you'll find them in the same great spot. They've been doing people great for over 35 years, which is why they're still around, by the way. 13401 South Dixie Highway. That's US 1 across from the falls, open every day, seven days a week. If you want more info on these staggering Neil deals, call the Neil Deal Hotline, toll free, 1 534 Don't forget, all Neil deals subject to credit approval. See our friends at Hallett for details at Hallett Pontiac GMC, who are professional grades. Live and local, this is 560. The radio is all yours now. QAM. In the Banana Republic, baby. Only in Miami. She was a community icon. In a community that needs an icon. As far as I can tell, she was the fantastic, iconoclastic Celia Cruz. Julio Records presents the dulcet, mellifluous sounds of Celia Cruz. She's dead, you know. She was so beautiful. Celia Cruz, new salsa tunes for you. Available now at Batista's used CD Emporium. So I'm keeping my eye on uh, Isabel, and I've noticed that if it just takes a slight jog, you know how these things wobble, especially once yes, they, they first hit land? Just a slight jog to the east, it's going to smack right into Virginia Beach. Oh, I just oh please, that I'm praying. I sacrificed the chicken. <laughs> oh, Jesus, please. Here's a lady in plantation. Hello. Hi, Neil. How you doing? Pretty good. How are you? I'm fine, thanks. I'm calling to see if you can kind of pressure Miguel into pinpointing a location today. Because I'm, like, rearranging my day so I can meet up with wherever he's going to be. I don't think he's going to be anywhere today except in the orifice, in Doreen's orifice. Because uh, you mentioned on Monday he would be out in the van on Wednesday. Well, that's what they keep telling me, and then he keeps stalling it off. I, I foresee a real uh, mitigated disaster this year in our fundraiser because they're just, uh, we always get uh, leftovers. We get nothing. This radio station gives us absolutely no assistance whatsoever. Well, maybe you can use some of your pressure there and get him out. Well, where would you like him to be? I'm on Broward. I don't care. How about how about that uh, shell at University in Broward? That's always a very popular spot. In fact, that's right by where I'm at right now. That's what I'm saying. I'm going to work on it. Okay, great. You have a good day, Neil. You too, thanks. All right. There you go, Miguel. University in Broward, a shell station. That's one of our most popular spots. Across where the cops used to make the coffee, but that uh, convenience store ain't there no more. No, that's too bad. You know what I'm talking about? No. Oh. Well, that's uh, kind of my uh, neck of the woods. I know University there. in Broward. Right across from the once popular Broward Mall and right down mm -hmm. the street from the uh, once not so popular Macy's Mall. Does anybody really ever shop in that Macy's Mall? It's always jammed with cars. I haven't been there in so long. Probably just the people that work there. You no, know, the last there. time I was there is when you did a fundraising appearance there. Right, and there was like nobody there. I that think was it was your birthday. Yeah, that, that's right. They had that gigantic birthday cake. Nobody was there because right. Scruan was there and the stench <laughs> kept everybody. No, seriously, they were screaming, running out of there. The guy with the what eyes. What is that smell? What is that smell? It was Scruan's. Wrecked them. Well, whatever part it was. Anyway, here's the first poll. It's up there now, and we'll like uh, like I said, 74 votes. Wesley Clark 21, Howard Dean 15. I don't care. They all suck 13. I don't care. I'm for Bush 8. 10.8 percent of this crowd. 
Bob Graham, 8. Al Sharpton, 5. John Kerry is scary, 3. John Edwards, 1. 0 for Jew Lieberman. Boy. That's because the Orthodox Jews have abandoned this show, and uh, thank goodness. Dennis Kucinich, maybe they're out there rubbing their tisses together. Uh, Dennis Kucinich, none. And Carol Mosley Brown has none. Isn't that a shock? No. So, so then, now the poll that we're going to work on today during the show, and like I said, thanks again to Mike in Cooper City, or wherever the hell he was. It was in Cooper City. Where was it? I don't know. Mike in Yenemsvelt, who faxed yesterday, Coconut Creek. About uh, dead people, because it really pisses off Mo. Absolutely. That we do polls on dead people, and we still have this gigantic audience, and he has no numbers at all. By the way, the trend tomorrow morning at 1130, the Arbor Trends for June, July, and Augusto, it's going to be really <laughs> pressure-packed. Oh, ho, 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 ho. I'm listening. It's going to be heavy, heavy duty. Trust me when I tell you. So uh, the first, we're going to do a series of these polls on dead people, and then we'll have like a dead-off <laughs> at the end. Right. Right. The Who was your dead favorite guy. dead political Person. figure? And by the way, Schmidt can that idea had, Eric. That was a really bad idea and quit interfering with programming. See, I solved his dilemma right off the bat, didn't I? That was brilliant, by the way. Instead of having to sit there for all four hours and adding and throwing, and also for you, emailing and right. all this other crap. No, I can just, you just email write the total list at the end, uh, and, then, and then they mm -hmm. have plenty of time. they got like a whole bunch of hours to vote on it. And it also leaves the first poll up there, whatever we do. We can do a whole bunch of polls. I've done that. <laughs> so you say. In one day. Oh, my. Who is your favorite dead political figure? JFK. This is the list I got so far. JFK, Martin Luther King, Thomas Jefferson, FDR, Teddy Roosevelt, Abe Lincoln, or Bobby Kennedy. I think that's a good list Dang for a starter. Good. Don't you? I like it. I mean, somebody probably said William Henry Harrison. Although well, he didn't have enough sense to come in out of the rain. I like that. Tippy Canoe and Tyler, too. Did you ever see uh, pictures of him? No. William Henry Harrison? No, I mean, I'm sure I, mean, I have. Paintings you know, of him? I wouldn't school, use, you wouldn't see pictures. You'd have seen paintings. Right. Like a uh, grizzled old white-haired guy, you know? Looked like an old troll. Speaking of old trolls, 14 men yesterday sued the Roman Catholic Archdiocese of Cincinnati, Archbishop Daniel Polarczyk and the Reverend Lawrence Strittmatter of Kettering, Ohio, bringing to 24 the number of men claiming in lawsuits that Strittmatter sexually abused them as boys, and the Archdiocese covered it up. In fact, let me find my uh, story from the Boston Globe. Here it is. Before I finish with that story, don't let me forget in the month after releasing its much-anticipated new child protection policy on May 30th, officials in the Archdiocese of Boston quietly revised the document to curb access by alleged victims of abuse to records of church proceedings in case of accused priests. Priests. That's like breakfasts. <laughs> the revisions, which church officials say were necessary to correct ambiguous language in the published policy, have drawn criticism from advocates for abuse victims who fear a backing away by the church, a backing away by the church from promises of greater openness in such matters. The changes to the policy were apparently made without the knowledge of members of the commission appointed by Cardinal Law to help craft it or members of a secondary lay advisory committee charged with overseeing its implementation. In other words, in quiet behind closed doors, they're trying to like do everything they can to hush it up. Anyway, getting back to Ohio. The 14 men referred to as John Doe's numbers 11 through 24 in the lawsuit filed in Hamilton County Common Pleas Court say they were abused by Strip Matter between 1960 and 1988 while he was working in Cincinnati, including a stint as principal of Elder High School. Always be nice to your elders. Strip Matters 24 accusers are seeking $4 million each in damages, a total of $96 million. The Archdiocese assigned Strip Matter, now 70, to be associate pastor of St. Albert the Great Church in Kettering in 1988 after he was removed from a Cincinnati church because they substantiated abuse allegation and required to undergo inpatient psychological therapy. And it goes on and on and on. It's a long story, and I'm sure that's only the beginning. Another one of those isolated uh, series of incidents, another isolated 24, and just with that one priest. And it goes on, like I said, and on, and nobody cares. Just like uh, Dick Cheney, who keeps lying through his teeth. Here's the latest one. 
Not only go on Meet the Press on Sunday and lie about the uh, connection between Iraq, which now uh, Don Rumsfeld, no less than Donald Rumsfeld, says, oh, uh, there's no link between Iraq and 9-11. What? Really? Yeah, Defense Secretary Donald Rumsfeld said yesterday he had no reason to believe that Iraq Saddam Hussein had any hand in the September 11th uh, terrorist attacks in the U.S. At a Pentagon news conference, Rumsfeld was asked about a poll that indicated nearly 70% of respondents believe the Iraqi leader probably was personally involved. I've not seen any indication that would lead me to believe I could say that, Rumsfeld said. How do you like uh -huh. that? I'm shocked. What? Yeah. A random act of honesty? Now, Vice President Cheney, who, of course, in addition to that lie about that, uh, the former CEO of Halliburton Company has received hundreds of thousands of dollars from the company in deferred salary payments and taking orifice while asserting he has no financial interest in the company, Senate Democrats said yesterday. Senate Democratic Leader Tom Daschle of South Dakota and Senator Frank Lautenberg of New Jersey said the revelations reinforced that he, oh, you know, we left off the poll, Dick uh, uh, Gebhardt. How about Bob Graham? He's on there. Dick okay. Gebhardt, George, make sure that Eric has right. him on there. I'm sorry. So easy to forget about Dick for some. Senate Democratic Leader Tom Daschle of South Dakota, Senator Frank Lautenberg of Jersey, said the revelations reinforced the need for hearings about the no-bid contracts for reconstruction work in Iraq that Halliburton has received from the Bush administration. On NBC's Meet the Press program Sunday, Cheney lied. At Cheney said he had severed all ties with a Houston-based company. Kathy Martin, a Cheney spokeswoman, confirmed that Cheney had been receiving payments from Halliburton, has been, but she disputed that his statements on Meet the Press had been misleading. Right. Cheney had already earned the salary that was now being paid, Martin said, adding that once he became a nominee for vice president, he bought an insurance policy to guarantee that the deferred salary would be paid to him. So it's just, you know, it's like a, uh, a chess game, you know, like a uh, shadow boxing, like a shell game, like they do on uh, uh, Price is Right, you know, where they move the thing around under the, under the uh, peanut shells. That's what he's doing. He's moving it around under the peanut shells, old Dick Cheney. Just unbelievable. In fact, one of the bedtime stories that we have on our website today is about the fact that this president has lied more to the country than any president in the history of this country. And I think that whoever wrote that is... Absolutely correct, sir. 19 to 11 at 560 WQM. We got a pristine schedule today. The Marlins, who had a tough 14-0 loss in Philly last night, just got edged out. Uh, they'll give it another shot tonight. We got the Mad Dog at 2, the Humper in the studio, 4 to 6.30. Marlins on deck, 6.30. Marlins at the Philly, 7.05 to try to recover from last night's annihilation. Eddie Kay follows the baseball game and Joel Mark overnight. That's our schedule here on QAM. If you're on schedule to start getting your hair back, there's only one smart way to do it, to call my good friend Chuck Alfieri. There's a zillion guys out there. They're lined up at your dough right now. They want to sell you pills. They want to sell you Propitia. They want to uh, sell you dead muskrats and weasels. They want to give you every kind of song to dance to get you to buy their hair system. Well, here's the deal. Charles Alfieri is the best in the business because nowhere else can you better get a more natural, better-looking piece than from Chuck Alfieri at a very affordable price, too. So if you'd like, you know, just like a little bit of hair back or you got a big, shiny, bald spot, whichever the case may be, Charlie's the guy you want to talk to. And you have nothing to lose but that glaring, oozing, ugly bald spot because everybody gets Charlie's 30-day guarantee. If after 30 days you don't love the way it looks and feels, you're not getting all kinds of action, Charlie will give you a full refund, no questions asked. So call today and mention my name and take advantage of your $200 Neil Rogers discount, too. Charlie also services and repairs all types of hair systems while you wait for only 25 to 30 bucks. Here's the toll-free number, 1-800-321-2413. That's 1-800-321-2413. Or log on to that prestigious worldwide website at charlesalfieri.com. <laughs> Sports Radio 560 QAM. A greedy bastard who's really showing his age and doesn't have to pay for the minimum wage in Deacon Canyon. 
If you don't work like a slave, the clerk's a douchebag. Douchebag. You got indicted back in 59 for payola. The Congress let him fly because they decided that he's delightfully white. The clerk's a douchebag. Douchebag. Oh, the chain of crappy chic restaurants. Douchebag. Pays coolie wages to employees that he's got. The clerk's a douchebag. Douchebag. Icon of pop, the white and American douchebag. Douchebag. With all the guilt he's got, he drives around in a Dodge Caravan. Douchebag. Dick got the gig to replace Bob Ford, who banged a kid in the back of his Ford. That's all he did. Bandstand was born, the clerk's a douchebag. Douchebag. Oh. Seemed delighted when anybody would win the cash and prizes. On the pyramid, he never minded. Because it wasn't his, the clerk's a douchebag. Douchebag. I never realized what a big piece of crap he is. After all the years I've been watching him, the clerk's a cranky old bumser and recalcitrant douchebag. Amen. Dick Clark sucks. Just watch Bowling for Columbine. You'll see the embarrassing attempt that uh, Michael Moore had to interview him about his uh, slave labor there in Michigan. He sucks. Uh, Certainly pleased to hear that his restaurant in uh, Bayside went out of business. Let's hear it for Dick going under. 1048 at 560 WQAM. Speaking of that, after battling to a virtual draw on same-sex marriage yesterday, the Liberal Canadian government and Canadian Alliance agreed to a rematch at the ballot box next year. The divided Liberal government's plan to legalize gay marriage barely passed a critical first test, but it did pass as MPs voted 137 to 132 against an alliance motion to preserve the traditional definition of marriage as one man and one woman. And they said, uh-uh. Just barely. I watched it, as a matter of fact. I watched the vote. Yeah. And they, like, stand up and they mutter and... Uh, they don't wear uh, silly wigs like the Brits do. No, they don't, as a matter of fact. Not like Celia Cruz. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. Here's Miami. Hello. Retire. Retire. No. No, not today. Maybe next week. I'll think about it. Miami. Hello. Miami. Yeah. Buenos dias. Neil. Celia Cruz line. Yes. Is this Neil Dodd? Sounds like me. Hey, I was uh, talking uh, about Don uh, Cox. I grew up with him in the 70s and 80s. Listening to this, uh, listening to his uh, his uh, shows, and they were awesome. And uh, the guy always had a mile-wide smile on his face. And right. uh, they'll be missed. I mean, he, he party always party. Yeah. So uh, anyway, you got one here that uh, is kind of sad for his loss. Well, thanks for caring enough to send your very best, sir. You're the only one. Well, that makes one of us. And don't Have forget, a great Tom, day, Neil. Tom Jick is a douchebag. Thank you. Tom Jick is an asshole, man. He really is. You're showing your true colors last year or two, Tom. You're a real schmuck. Talking about having your finger on a pulse of what's happening in the community. Here's a guy that was on the air in that market for like 20 or 30 years. And it's not like we're talking about somebody who, you know, who left the air 20 years ago or something, you know, right. out of sight, out of mind, that kind of thing. No, like Jerry Williams. Maybe there was an excuse there, although I don't think so. But in this particular case, here's a guy that anybody and everybody who grew up in South Florida knew Cox on the radio. Right and on. Uh, the Sun Sentinel can't be bothered giving the information out. Jicka, you're an embarrassment. You're an idiot, okay? I'm embarrassed that they actually let you fill on this radio station because you've lost it. Whatever the hell you had it, I don't know, but you sure as hell have lost it. What a man who writes nothing about what's happening in the local community. 
But nevertheless, I mean, what am I getting excited about? At least know. he's consistent. He, at least he's consistently out to lunch. He just, uh, you know, and this is supposed to be a freaking newspaper? No. That's why I keep telling you people, man, if you had a real newspaper in South Florida, you'd see some real changes, uh -huh. but it ain't never going to happen. It'll never happen. Mm -mm. If you had a real, like a, like a tabloid, like we got the uh, Toronto Sun here, even with their right-wing politics, but it's like a real newspaper. If you had a tabloid in there, put the goddamn Sun Sentinel and the Herald right out of business. Put them to shame. Put them on the back burner. A real newspaper with some people who had balls and weren't pandering all the time and writing a bunch of puff piece crap and who could afford to like hire some real writers in there as opposed to these high school stringer kids that they have to write 95% of the crap. And these doddering silly guys that used to write about dog racing pretending to be TV and radio critics and experts. But nevertheless. Here's a call from Davey. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Yeah, I was, uh, didn't know about John Cox for real. When did this happen? Seriously. Died Monday morning. Ah. So he was up visiting his sick mother. What, do you have a heart attack or something? He just died in his sleep. Wow. Huh. Whatever happened to Stan Major? Uh, he died, but nobody told him yet. <laughs> it was his oh. career that died, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, Stan's well, still, uh, he's still fumbling around. Oh, okay. Just curious. And he still owes me that uh, money, too, by the way. Uh oh, well, it looks like Larry King owes you 50 bucks, right? Exactly. Uh-huh. All right. Take care. Okay, you too. Well, there's a guy who seemed mildly interested. Who's your favorite dead political figure? That's the poll we're building today, although we're not getting any suggestions, because there's so many. But nevertheless, just to piss off Mo, JFK, Martin Luther King, Thomas Jefferson, FDR, Teddy Roosevelt, Abe Lincoln, Bobby Kennedy. And let's uh, hear Mo. Let's hear Mo of them, okay? <laughs> In the meantime, poll number one, and now I see we got Dick Hebbard on there right away. Now now uh, uh, Eric can just you know sit back, have his brunches, take care of all of his other important paying customers, and just forget about us, right? Okay. Even though it is a labor of love. 171 votes already. This is shocking. Who would you like to see as the Democratic presidential candidate next year? General Wesley Clark, who's announcing today, 45 votes already. Oh! And you want to know why that probably is? Why? Probably because they think he can win. Do you think? It would seem to me. I voted for Howard Dean, who's got 32. And I don't care about those professional Jews who are faxing me all that crap about they don't like his position on the Middle East. My uh, suggestion to them is, Katsachois, okay? Take a good barium enema. It can't hurt. I don't care. They all suck. 30 people say that. Bob Graham, 25. Too bad BDI Bob doesn't have a chance. He's uh, said all the right things, yes, but in all the wrong places. Remember that song, saying all the right things in all the wrong places? Mm -hmm. I don't care. I'm for Bush. 22 people say that, about 12.8%. Al Sharpton's got seven. John Kerry, who looks really scary, he's got four. John Edwards has got two votes. He's got, the like psychic? I said, yeah, John Edwards. And, and what's wrong with having a president who can talk to dead people? We do. He'd be perfect for South Florida. Ours talks to Jesus. Dennis Kucinich has got a pair. Dick Gebhardt is good. We finally put him on there. He's still only got one vote. Jew Lieberman's got one. Oi! And Carol Mosley Braun, out of 181 votes, she's got the big. Oh! Dude, who is she kidding? Now, why is she spitting her wheels? What's the point, you know? What is the point? Why is she wasting our time and our energies? She, she didn't even, even get reelected in Illinois. Oh, by the way, my kudos to the, uh, who is it in Illinois? Is it the uh, governor? That did what? And, and also the um, mayor of Springfield, Massachusetts, who are like doing business, who are getting uh, prescription drugs for the uh, city and uh, no, it's not, it's not the governor, but for uh, public employees uh, from Canada. And the FDA is fighting a tooth and nail because the FDA sucks. The FDA are a bunch of grave robbers who are in bed with the pharmaceutical companies who want to continue ripping off the public in America and all over the world, and especially the old people. You're when kidding. Doubt, rip them out. And so now the FDA is trying to battle the uh, mayor. He was on this morning on CNBC, the mayor of Springfield, Mass., who's saving his city like 8 or $9 million. They had to make all these budget cutbacks and cut back cops and all these other because they didn't have the uh, money. They didn't have it in the budget. 
And so now he's going to reinstitute all those positions and get more cops and more uh, public uh, fire people, et cetera, because uh, they're saving eight, nine million dollars a year buying prescription drugs from Canada. And the FDA says, oh, but do we know about the quality? Are these drugs safe? <laughs> the same goddamn stuff made by the same companies. OK, it's like saying, oh, well, how can the people in Canada still be alive? I mean, we don't know if their prescription drugs are safe. <laughs> what kind of crap is that? What a lame excuse to try to pull it over the eyes of the uh, and then the public course in America says, hey, screw you, FDA. We want to save the money. We'll take a chance. We'll take a chance on those drugs from that dangerous third world country, Canada. <laughs> right. What a, what a shame and a scam. So I just mentioned that in passing. Here's Miami. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing? Pretty good. Hey, last week you had a poll about, uh, the world's most dangerous men. Yes. And I, and you lost, uh, a good opportunity for one of your little bits. Do you have that, uh, Al Goldstein? Uh, one that goes ew like that. That that has got nothing to do with Al Goldstein. You mean? Ew. Well, what does that have to do with Al Goldstein? Kim Jong. Ew. There you go. <laughs> Pretty weak. Mm -hmm. By the way, how many Julios are going to be at the Dolphin Bills game on Sunday night? About thirty, man. Yeah, see, I don't understand that. That whole this pandering thing that just never stops in South Florida. I could understand if it was like the Sunday night cockfights or something like that, then have a big tribute to Celia Cruz and have all these Julio and those beginning lace people come in there and do their uh, um, uh, hoochie coochie and with the Marachi band. But at a dolphin game, you know, I mean, what, what's the point? Aren't you got like just... crack, crackers and Jews is the uh, dolphin crowd. Don't they just go to Fort Lee where she was living? In fact, the Jews, the old Jews, they like those free saltines. They get along good with them crackers. I beg your pardon? Why don't she just go to, why don't they just go to Fort Lee? I mean, she loved the Latin community, but she was living in Fort Lee, New Jersey. Well, there's plenty of Latinos in uh, Fort Lee, New Jersey. No, there What's aren't. What's the place in Jersey where they have all the uh, Cubans? What's the place? Rahway State? No, no, seriously. Oh, come on. I'm serious. There's a place in Jersey that's loaded with Cubans. What is the, uh, where is it? Might, it might be Bayonne. I can't believe that be, between you being from Jersey and George being Cuban, neither one of you knows what I'm talking about. What, what is wrong with you what people, What do I know from man? Cubans in Jersey? Huh? Fort Lee isn't Fort Lee, Neil. It's Fort Lee. There's no Cubans in Foree. 1057 at 560 WQ. I'm just, I'm, I'm working alone today. I have the feeling I'm just like in a vacuum, which is fine with me. It's okay. Because I'm starting to feel a little bit unclean, especially now that Scott is on the payroll or very close to it. Uh, you might want to reconsider, Clarence, okay? Here's something you want to reconsider, and that is calling anybody beside dry concepts to clean your carpets. You'd have to be out of your mind to do that because there's nobody comes even close to doing a fantastic job at the great deal that they give you all the time. Dry Concepts is the number one carpet cleaning company in the world, which is why I've used them in my prestigious home for over 20 years, and you ought to be doing the same, too. They do a stupendous, unbelievable job of making even the schmutziest-looking carpeting look brand new. And now Dry Concepts offers you a chance to save 15% on your next carpet cleaning. I don't know when this offer is going to end because uh, Troy Stratford refuses to tell me, but you better take advantage of it. Hop on it right now. Just call Dry Concepts at that usual toll-free number, 1-800-248-5071. Ask to be put on their standby list. Then Dry Concepts will call you next time they have an opening in their schedule. Just like when you fly standby, if you're available when they have an opening, they'll knock 15% off the regular already low price, and don't forget they give you a written guaranteed price before they start the job. So call Dry Concepts today, whether it's your carpeting, your furniture, your drapery, your upholstery, all of these things, and that's to be put on their standby list. They may even have an opening for you the day that you call, and you'll still get 15% off the price of the job. 1-800-248-5071 for the most unbelievable job in history. You won't believe how they can make your carpets look just like you had brand new laid on your floor. 
1-800-248-5071, or check them out on that wicked web at drawconcepts.com. Howard David's a bitch. Imagine that. I'm actually playing golf with a sanctimonious Bill Bennett. Well, I guess I'm lucky I can still afford to after gambling all those tax dollars away. <laughs> Ow! What'd you pinch me for? You see, if I'm dreaming, you're supposed to pinch yourself. Yeah, but that way's more fun. Oh. <laughs> so tell me about this highly rated morning show you keep bragging about. Well, like I told you, I changed the face of Sport Hole Radio. I'm a voluminary, brother. The living end. Oh, where'd you get green pants like that? They're not green. They're lime. I see. Got all kinds more, too. Lemon yellow, orange orange, choo-choo cherry, and the goofy grape. Well, here's our hole. Oh, don't say that. What? Hole. Well, you remember our bet, right? You bet. Just like the chocolate sauce. <laughs> if you don't make this hole in one, I get to rape you. Yeah, fine. Now stand back while I address the ball. Hey. <laughs> Hello. Ball. I just had to say that. Come on and swing, boy. You are the one I've always dreamed of. Will you hit the ball? Why, certainly. <laughs> oh, you mean this ball? I thought you said ball. You rotten old <laughs> bastard. And you're going to have a rough time raping me now, huh? Ah, go to the teabag and the ball washer. Good idea. <laughs> open your hey, mouth. <laughs> I said open your moist ball washer. <laughs> Wash my balls. Wash my fat balls. Wash them. Oh, you missed a spot. Keep washing them. You loser. 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 11.03 at 560 WQAM. I like how it just ends. Oh, I always love those, yeah. Well, speaking of how the bitter end... Now, what, oh, this show on uh, Playboy TV right now is called Double Entry. So we're, uh, no, see it. <laughs> what oh, does that mean? We better be, huh? What are they talking about? A hole in one or two. I was going to say. Anyway, let's get back to the important business. This just in from the George Nury website. Art <laughs> Bell returns to radio as weekend host of Coast to Coast AM. Oi! This is a puff piece press release, so obviously it's worded in an uh, enthusiastic manner. Art Bell, the radio personality known for his spontaneous and compelling conversations about all things unexplained, will replace Barbara Simpson as weekend host of Coast to Coast AM, the program he made famous. He'll broadcast live from 1 to 5 a.m. Saturdays and Sundays with a refeed from 5 to 9 a.m. from his home in Parump, Nevada, beginning September 20th. Parump. That's, that's, I thought that was kind of like the sounds that old uh, fuddy-duddies <laughs> like Mo. Absolutely. Parump, when they hit the ground. Bell, oh, I hope so. Bell stated, for me, a return to radio is both mysterious and reassuring. Uh-huh. In fact, you know something? I think the guy that called before, yeah. <laughs> I think that's appropriate now, too. We welcome Art back to the weekend microphone, said Craig Kitchen, president and COO, CO of Premier Radio Networks. His return reflects a law, his longstanding bond with this audience and his undying passion for radio, and all we can say is, yeah. oh, who the hell are you people kidding, man? The space crowd. Well, listen, you know something? Speaking of space cadets, wasn't it the Beaner Boy that used to listen to that crap? Yes. What does that tell you? You should have known he was a space cadet. He was out of this world. Five, six, seven, we haven't had one suggestion for our dead people pool. This may not go over well at all in MO. Absolutely. We'll say, See, I told you, nobody wants to talk about dead people. They sure want to talk about you a lot, Mo, so you must be right on the verge. 
Who would you like to see as Democratic presidential candidate next year? We're asking our first poll, 219 votes. Wesley Clark, General Wesley Clark's announcing today he's already way ahead, 62 votes. And the amazing part about that is how many people really know who he is. About 30, man. So it's either the fact that he's a retired general, they think he can win, or the fact they're so disillusioned with the other ones. Or, or both of the all of these things. They saw that Meet the Press. Or they saw that tremendous performance on Meet the Press, which is once you do a good job on there. <laughs> he ate Tim Russert for lunch. Howard Dean, 41. He's like 20 behind. I don't care. They all suck, 35. Bob Graham is in, uh, if this thing changes again, uh, 33. I don't care. I'm for Bush. 30, 13.1% of you people, mental defectives. Al Sharpton, 8. John Kerry, 7. John Edwards, 5. Dennis Kucinich, little Dennis with a bad hairpiece, got a pair. Dick Hebbart's got a pair. Jew Lieberman's got one. Oh, one hey. vote for Jew Lieberman. And Carol Mosley-Brown still don't have any. Oh, somebody please vote for Carol Mosley-Brown. Even some white person, please. Just just so she don't feel bad, you know? Because if she don't get any votes, then we'll be accused of being racist, won't we? Yes. Here's a call from Boca. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing? Two things to have for you. You know, the place that you're looking for in New Jersey, I think it's called Union City. Right, Union City. It Thank is. you That's so right. much. And it's full of Guanaco and Mierda like George. Of and, course. Uh, and uh, I tell you one thing. If you can put my voting for Wesley Clark, he's going to leave. Uh, he's going to kill Anheuser Bush. Hands down. He's going to kick his ass. Absolutely. Uh, he's got my vote. Muchas gracias, amigo. Hasta que me olvides. Okay, sir. So the good news is, Union City, New Jersey. How come you didn't know that? I don't know from New Jersey. Well, Scott's supposed to know from New Jersey. Just because I, I landed in Newark. Didn't you say that she was living in Far Rockaway? No, Fort Anyway, Lee. go ahead. I'm sorry. So Miguel is going out. They postponed or uh, whatever. Where do you want me to go right. now? We want you to go to the Shell Station on the corner of University and Broward Boulevard in Prestigious Plantation. You know the one I'm talking about on the northeast corner there? I'll I guess you'll it find out. it when he gets there. Well, what do you mean you'll figure it out? You've been there many, many times. You've been there... Uh... About 30, man. Yeah, what's wrong with you? Well, I got you under a lot of stress. Just if, you, if I had to sniff Doreen's orifice, I'd probably be a little bit nervous, too. Oh. What a thought that is. I, I, I want to withdraw that. Can I withdraw it? No. Oh, too late? <laughs> No, I'm not. I'm just talking about he goes in there and he, like, checks for, like, bombs and things like that. He's like a, dog, a bomb-sniffing bombs? dog. He has to go in there every morning at Sitting 9 a.m. and sniff Doreen's orifice to make sure the coast is clear. <laughs> anyway, our van hit is today, and that lady ought to be really pleased in Plantation. I went to bat for her. She's right in the hood, so you have, like, at least one there, and I'm sure you'll get a lot more. But our best Neil CDs and the Mo Howard David keychains and all that good crap. So what time are you going to be there? He's uh, leaving soon, and he'll be there before noon. He'll be there before. I want you out of your office before noon. If you're not out, I'll have you thrown out. Remember that line in the <laughs> network? Remember that? Yeah. See, I, I just, I'm sick. I'm a sick person. I have to admit it. I just uh, have these that. lines in my head. I can't, I can't uh, erase them. I have this mental illness. I have all of these things ingrained in my head. Just for example, this morning, uh, Scott was talking something about Paulie Shore, you know? And I said, Oh, Paulie won't see him no more. You know, I just, I can't stop. Everything ties into the Godfather. Everything ties into uh, the Godfather network. All of these things. It's the hub of the universe. It's, uh, well, it's infectious. I can't stop. Right. <laughs> or like somebody I know would say, I'm infectious. You are. He's got the crud, man. He's got that crotch rot. So Miguel will be there. We'll let you know when he's going to be there. It'll be soon. So head on out. Head on out for Broward Boulevard and University on the Shell Station. He'll be there in a QM van. You can't miss him. If you're real nice to him, I'll give you a little peck on the cheek. He says he's not a packer. Just hope, of course, that he does, he does a little Listerine after doing Doreen. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. 
See, now, it's too bad that they don't have one of those shows on Playboy. We could, like, pretend we're replaying the audio. What? Oh, see, I, I don't dare. When they're talking, I don't dare leave that on. Because we don't want to do, like, Scott and jeopardize our uh, careers. And by the way, Scott, quit talking about it, you idiot. Here's Boca. Hello. Good morning. I'm calling about the Rumsfeld article you mentioned. I read it, too, and I'm sure it's in light of the poll that said nearly 70% of Americans believe that Iraq was directly related to the 911 incident. Right. So I went and I started looking it up because I specifically remember Rumsfeld trying to make that, that connection. So when I found this on the Internet today when he was standing in front of the Senate Armed Services Committee in July. Mm -hmm. He said the objective in the global war on terror is to prevent another attack like September 11th or a biological, nuclear, or chemical attack that could be worse. And he says, with confidence, the world is a better place today because the U.S. led a coalition of forces into action in Iraq. Right. So he draws those parallels. He has innuendo, and he throws all this propaganda at us to try to get us to, to make the connection between 9-11 and uh, Iraq. And then right. two months later, he acts like we can't remember what he said two months ago. Exactly. I think the only way to describe it is... <laughs> right. They lie a lot. <laughs> all right. Have a good day, Pally. Thanks, uh, thanks Pally. Have a great life. Yeah, the uh, public is starting to see through it like looking through a pane of glass, like looking through a piece of cellophane. They lie through their teeth. There are people, there are American kids over there dying and getting severely wounded every day. There was like four more seriously wounded uh, overnight every single day. And, by the way, since we're doing such a good job between Osama Yamama and Mullah Bula Omar and uh, Sodom, the Arabic news network Al Arabiya today broadcast a new audio tape statement attributed to Saddam Hussein. Last month, Al Jazeera broadcast a tape also purported to carry the voice of Sodom. CIA officials said they believed there was a high likelihood the voice on the earlier tape was that of Sodom. And why shouldn't the one today be? He's still alive. They hit him with five shots. He's still alive, just like Don Corleone. In the past few months, several tapes uh, said to have been made by Sodom have been aired, including one in July urging Iraqis uh, to resist U.S. forces. This report of the tape follows new attacks on U.S. troops in Iraq where at least four soldiers were wounded. The Coalition for Public Information Center said uh, today. Does it say anything else about the tape? No, that's about it. But how do you like that? A new Sodom tape. Have we got them yet? No. No, but we're lying. And we have the article we had yesterday that we have no idea. We're not any closer to uh, Osama now than we were before. But we're wasting all these billions and billions and billions of dollars and countless human lives in a, in a, in a war of futility for no purpose whatsoever against the country that now we admit had no weapons of mass destruction, wasn't connected to Al-Qaeda, wasn't connected to 9-11, wasn't a threat to us, wasn't 45 minutes away from the Brits with their uh, uh, nuclear and chemical weapons and biological and all the partridge in a pear tree. But uh, your mama, you know, that's basically what it boils down to. Yeah, if you don't like it, can it. It's worth it. Yeah, yeah, right. What a what a shame. What a scam. Oh, there's uh, Wesley Clark. Record. I go inside politics. At four. There's Judy Woodruff. She's a good Democratic lady. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. She is. She's a religious nut, but she's a Democrat. Explain me that. Well, oh, come on. She's probably one of them. Uh, maybe she's a Catholic or something. I don't know. You, you don't remember that line? Of course you do. Yes. About the uh, the God thing, about mm -hmm. the uh, religion thing. I understand. So she's a religion, but she's not a right-wing fundamentalist nut. See, don't you understand the difference? No. See, it's politically correct in America, especially if you're in the media. You have to be a God person. You have to be part of the God squad. You don't get that? Mm-hmm. better get with it. Tragic. Or you're out. I am 11 at 560 WQM. I'll tell you a place that's still in Brandy Shoes. They've been doing it for over 25 years in South Florida. And as I speak right this moment, they're more popular than ever before because people know if they want to take good care of their feet, this is a story that will take good care of them. 
They got all the famous brands in the universe. They got Rockports, Echoes, Mephisto, Timberland, Clarks, SAS, Floresheim, all the names in the shoe business that you know and love and desire. And they have a wide range of sizes, men's size 6 to 15, like, uh, what's his name? Is that show as the uh, second season, the third season on yet? Small no, no. When does that start? I don't know. Well, it's important find stuff. I'll find Get out on during it. the break. Men's sizes 6 to 15, including like they can fit up Tom Welling with a big one. And shoe, too. Women's 5 to 12 and widths from the very narrow to the very wide. And don't forget their professional sales staff will give you a perfect uh, personal service to make sure you get a perfect fit every time, like I just said. And with over 40,000 pair in stock in their 8,000-square-foot mega store, you can bet Scott's life on it that whatever uh, style you're looking for is available in your size right now to pop on your feet. Brandy Shoes, you'll find them at 1290 North Federal Highway, Pompano Beach, open daily 9 to 9, Sundays 10 to 5. And all this week at Brandy, save 20% off the entire lineup of famous brand name shoes in stock. Stop in the store or visit them on the web at brandyshoes.com. Live, live and local. We're Sports Radio 560 QAM. Saw that movie Toilet Spawning. It's 11:19 at 5:60 WQAM. We got 293 votes already. Who'd you like to see as Democratic presidential candidate next year? General Wesley Clark, who's announcing making it official today. He's got 80 votes. He hasn't even announced yet. Oh, here's the Hurricane Isabel. It's heading right for Virginia Beach. There'll be considerable rainfall, and we do have a threat for inland flooding. And let's just talk a little bit about inland flooding. Yeah, let's not. Uh, Wesley Clark, 80. Howard Dean, 53. I don't care. They all suck. 50. I don't care. I'm for Bush 39. That's 13.3 percent. Bob Graham 39. He's tied with the Bushmeister. John Kerry 9. Al Sharpton 9. John Edwards 7. Dick Gebhardt 3. Dennis Kucinich 2. Julie Lieberman 1. And thank you, thank you, thank you. Somebody voted for Carol oh! Mosley Brown. Thank you. October well, we don't 1st. You left out. What? October 1. Is what? Smallville. New Smallville. Oh, October 1. So that's not that far. Right off. around Today's the, the 17th. So it's two weeks from uh, last night. It's a week from next Tuesday. Is the new uh, season of Smallville? Oh! You still, you didn't see the season finale. Maybe they'll replay that right before the opening. Oh, yeah, they'll they'll reprise the last well, couple you, minutes. You should there. see it. A lot happened. Does it like pop out? Does it does. super? There's lots of explosions. Ooh. Well, at least one. Squirt, squirt. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, wait till you hear this. In late August. The number of U.S. troops killed since May 1st reached 138. Of course, it's beyond that now. The same number that had died between uh, the attack beginning March 20th and Bush's triumphant declaration the war was over. 
This was a depressing statistic, and of course it rises every couple of days. But the Washington Post reported an equally depressing number on September the 6th. Two years after 9-11, 69% of Americans surveyed said they believed that it was at least likely that Saddam Hussein was involved in the attacks on the World Trade Center and the Pentagon. I shouldn't be surprised. This is written by um, Alexander Cockburn. No, this is by Gary Loop. Leop. Uh, Counterpunch. It's from the uh, Prison Planet website. I shouldn't be surprised. He says, National Geographic reports, listen to this, that 85% of young Americans, 18 to 24, can't identify Iraq, Afghanistan, or Israel on an unmarked map. Oh, my God. 56% cannot find the Indian subcontinent dangling, dangling there so conspicuously in none other than the Indian Ocean. Only not, Oh, this, I can't handle it. Oh. Only 19% can name four countries that acknowledge having nuclear weapons. Fortunately, a whopping 70% can identify the Pacific Ocean, but that's probably just because it's the biggest thing on the planet. But, 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 if, you look at it, but if you look at that conversely, 30% can't identify the Pacific Ocean. We're doomed. Uh, duh. These numbers aren't just embarrassing, but dangerous, because in such a sea of ignorance swim Bush's neocons, void by it, empowered by it to send U.S. troops to their deaths in a war to conquer an occupy nation that had nothing to do with 9-11, repeat nothing to do with 9-11, and repeats it about 20 times on here. It says the only way to maintain adequate domestic support for the ongoing war in Iraq is to promote that fiction, which means to deliberately and cynically exploit ignorance, worse to exploit racism and religious intolerance in the form of essentialism, the notion that all members of a particular community, in this case Muslim Arabs and anyone uh, benighted thinks might look like one, are essentially the same for all practical purposes, in other words, schmata heads. All working together collectively to get back at us, as the good soldier puts it, all culpable for the sins of their members. Oh, this is, I mean, no statistics. I, I just, it makes me want to barf, you know? <laughs> makes me want to puke my guts out. Now, what is this all about? That Che Guevara to your list? Tommy. Your favorite dead political figure is Che Guevara? Stinking Tommy. Oh, this is somebody who hates you anyway, I think. Right Jim. That's why you're saying that. No. I'm not putting Che Guevara on there. Let's get serious. Put I'm Stalin George, on there, too. I, I'll make the list myself, okay? Then we can just dispense with it. George Washington and Thomas Paine. All right. <laughs> no, seriously, that's it. I'm, I'm writing Thomas Paine down. No, George Washington and Thomas Paine. That's it. Along with JFK, Martin Luther King, Thomas Jefferson, FDR, Teddy Roosevelt, Abel, and Bobby Kennedy. That's it. Nobody uh, wants to play that game, and maybe Mo was right. Maybe too much. Although we will do the other ones. See, the other ones will get a lot of response. The one about the actors, the musicians, and famous oh, other, yeah, people other dead people. But the politicians, I mean, that's a little bit too esoteric. A little bit too cerebral for our crowd. Our crowd just wants to hear the audio from uh, Playboy TV. And who are we to deny them that? And um, we like them. We'll, we'll book them as well. Yeah, there you go. See, they're, they're talking. This whole, I can't put it on this hour. Because it's ba 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 and he's going to say the F word any minute, you know? And then you'll have to bleep it, and we'll have to go through a big song to dance, and Duff will come running in. Oh, was that on the air, Greg? It's a, it's a four-letter word, Greg. You know, all that stuff. We don't want to have all that hysteria going on there. Especially now that we got him calmed down. You notice he wasn't, I mean, I'm, no, that would be bad to say. That would be in poor taste. What? But at least I'll say this for Muff. He didn't, like, lose it when Don Cox, when we had the word about him passing away. How do you know? Well, because he came in and we discussed it, and he didn't seem to be, I mean, you know, he was uh, sad like the rest of us, but he didn't become an emotional cripple. I think that the were fact they, that he's... Were they close? I, I have no idea. Well, well, Don Cox was close to Tanner. Tanner was very close to Cox. And uh, and yeah. Duff is very close to Tanner, so don't you see it might, like, rub off there? I see. I see. It, might, it just might do it. 
Now, let's see. Here's one that says, Barbara Simpson is a complete and total Nazi bitch-faced troll and colder wannabe, so at, at least Art Bell replacing her means less right-wing uh, crap on the radio, says Lou in well, well, I don't know. Thank you, Lou. I don't listen to any of that crap, so I would have no idea who those people are, nor I could care. Also, it says, check out, here's another fact, check out the site misleader.org for a daily deconstructing of more of W's lies, okay? I voted for Graham on your poll, but if God forbid you Lieberman is the nominee, I would even vote for him if it meant getting rid of this disgrace in the oral office. Can I nominate Paul Wellstone for your poll? Oh, sure, that's good for our favorite political figure. Did you? Yes, I did. Paul Wellstone, who died in a very mysterious and untimely right. plane crash in Minnesota. Good guy, he'll be missed. He will, he already is missed. Mm-hmm. That's what uh, Walter Mondale said. <laughs> oh. Poor old Walter. Couldn't win a fixed election even in Minnesota. Isn't that sad? Democratic another, Party with a death wish. Another nebbish. Here's a call from North Miami. Hello. He's at the tent. He's at the five. It's a touch on Miami. It's a touch on Miami. Boy, does he suck. <laughs> Excellent. That was the best call of the year. Jerry Zagaki sucks, okay? Seriously, I mean, I, I gotta ask Pharrell tomorrow why he keeps uh, sucking his ass. Oh my! Oh my! I mean, the most embarrassing, just uh, sophomoric, juvenile, uh, pathetic screaming and puking, and uh, oh, just uh, out of control. In fact, no wonder he uh, likes the beast working with him. You know, it fits in like a rubber glove up your uh, rectum slot. Eighty-five percent of young Americans, 18 to 24, can't identify Iraq, Afghanistan, or Israel. Any of these, any of the, all of these things on an unmarked map. Fifty-six percent can't find the Indian subcontinent. They can't find India, or even Sri Lanka. Fifty-six percent. Yes. And thirty percent, because I'm turning this stat around. I mean, to say seventy percent can't, right, can't yeah. identify, but thirty percent can't identify the Pacific Ocean. I mean, and in America, con- there's only two that uh, you need concern yourself with: this one and that one. Yeah. And they can't well, find that what's, one. What's that one off there, just off the uh, Florida coast? What's that one off to the east there? Oh, the Gulf, or the Caribbean, <laughs> or do you say Caribbean? Oh God! That's America for you. You can hear it all the way up here, like that. We don't mind up here in Toronto. We're going to get the ass end of Isabel. We'll take it. We don't mind the ass end. Rectum. There's a lot of guys on Church Street don't mind the ass end. 27 past 11 at 560 WQM. When you got up this morning and took a deep breath, <gasps> what were you breathing? God only knows. If you're tired of the schmutz, the mold spores, the dust particles, and all the other crap in your air, maybe you've got a bad mold problem. You need to call one, like Moe's got under his, uh, under his muskrat. Call 1-866-542-4995. That's the number for clean air restoration. These guys really know how to get your air clean. If you have respiratory problems or allergies, call 1-866-542-4995 now. You spend hundreds of thousands of dollars on your home, but not a dime to ensure that the air that you and your family and even your pets are breathing is clean. The air filter system on your air conditioning system is there just to protect the AC coils. It's not there to filter the air that you breathe, and believe me, it doesn't. Their HEPA-filtered air handling systems remove almost all airborne particulate, including mold spores that can potentially produce mycotoxins, animal dander, dust mites, insecticide dust, yeast cells, skin flakes, building material dust, and all kinds of nasty, unhealthy schmutz. Clean Air Restoration is licensed and insured, and their employees have been in the business for over 25 years. And right now, Clean Air Restoration's got a Neal deal for you. For just $19.95, they'll conduct a visual mold assessment of your house. They'll inspect your AC unit, AC air ducts, your home interior, and your attic. 
From there, they can suggest what you might need to make the air in your home cleaner and safer, too. Clean Air Restoration handles mold-related insurance claims, commercial and residential projects. So improve the quality of your life by improving the quality of your air that you breathe. Makes sense to me. Call 1-866-542-4995 for Clean Air Restoration, making your air fit to breathe. Live and local, this is Sports Radio 560, QAQAM. Fat Rich reminds me of my mother. Oh, I wonder, wonder, oomba doo doo, why we dropped the bomb of love. Poor little Alley, his legs are now a stump. Let's thank the boy for making gas cheaper at the pump. Oh, I wonder, wonder, oomba doo doo, why we dropped the bomb of love. First you brainwash the public, you love Bush like a god. Yes. Then you hijack the U.S. for all your corporate buddies who get anything you want. You conquer them and tell them, give democracy a chance. Then you pillage and you plunder for oil, water, and natural gas. Oh, I wonder, wonder, why we dropped the bomb on What's a few dead babies? They didn't suffer long. We sure showed them a thing or two. My country, right or wrong. Oh, I wonder, wonder, boomba doo doo, why? Incredible. We dropped the bomb of love. Unbelievable. I wonder why. Oh. We dropped the bomb of Liberation by elimination, man. It works like a charm. 1133 at 560 WQM. Now, before you jump on that bandwagon. Yeah. No, I, I, I did read this, and I thought now would be a propitious time to pass it along because uh, people need to know. See, another reason that they're all gung-ho for Wesley Clark is because they don't know too much about him, except he has a big mouth and talked a lot during the war on MSNBC. Right. Of course, we know how many people watch MSNBC. About 30, man. Or whatever the hell he was on. Maybe he was on CNN. I think he was on MSNBC. Well, he's uh, always open in the mouth. But anyway, Katrina Vanden Heuvel, who writes in the um, Nation, her editorial, uh, here's an excerpt that somebody faxed me the other day, remember, a couple days ago, mm-hmm. like on Monday? Uh, in, on June 12, 1999, in the immediate aftermath of NATO's air war against Yugoslavia, a small contingent of Russian troops dashed to occupy the Pristina airfield in Kosovo. Clark was so anxious to stop the Russians that he ordered an airborne assault to confront these units, an order which could have unleashed the most frightening showdown with Moscow since the end of the Cold War. Hyperbole, you can decide, but British General Michael Jackson, the three-star general and commander of K-4, the international force organized and commanded by NATO to enforce an agreement in Kosovo, told Clark, Sir, I'm not starting World War III for you when refusing to accept his order to prevent Russian forces from taking over the airport. Jackson was rightly worried that any precipitous NATO action could risk a confrontation with a nuclear-armed Russia and upset the NATO-led peacekeeping plan just getting underway with the withdrawal of Serbian forces from Kosovo. Indeed, it is in military circles that Clark's Pristina incident was the final straw that led the Pentagon to relieve him of his duties actually retire him earlier. Clark had also angered the Pentagon brass and Secretary of Defense William Cohen in particular with his numerous media appearances and repeated public requests for more weapons and for more freedom to wage the Kosovo War the way he wanted with ground troops. At one point, according to media reports, Defense Secretary Cohen, through Chairman of Joint Chiefs of Staff Hugh Sheldon, told Clark to get your effing face off TV. How do you like that? That's cute. He told Clark to get your effing face off TV. 
So I don't want to say he might be kind of a media hound, maybe a little bit trigger happy, all of these things. Yeah. But just something to think about, okay, before you start jumping in with both feet and getting all excited and whipped up into a frenzy. Okay. Okay? Yeah, but okay. his title was Supreme Allied Commander. Oh, okay. How can you beat that? You can't beat the Supremes. So he's got he's got a big lead here. He's got 89 votes. Wesley Clark, 89. Who'd you like to see as the Democratic candidate against W? Howard Dean, 64. I don't care. They all suck 59. Bob Graham, 46. I don't care. I'm for Bush, 45. 13.1% for Bush, for Bush. Bush. They like Bush. In fact, that should be the bumper sticker. Lick Bush in 2004, shouldn't it? Okay. I'm printing now. Look, Lick Bush more in 2004. John Kerry, who looks awfully old and scary. He's got 12. Glad he got rid of those herpes. Uh, Al Sharpton, 10. John Edwards, 8. The guy that talks to dead people. Dick Gebhardt, 4. Dennis Kucinich, 3. Carol Mosley Braun and Jew Lieberman each have 1 out of 342 votes. Don't forget the other poll that will go up at the end of the show. Who's your favorite dead political figure? And so far we've had no... <laughs> we got Paul Wellstone. That's it. It's just not one that's going over too big because, like Mo told me... Absolutely. They don't want to hear about dead people. Although lately there's so damn many of them. Garner Ted Armstrong or whatever the hell his name was. And uh, Sheb Woolley, the purple people eater man. Mm. And John uh, Ford uh, Beresford Tipton, whatever the hell the what was his name, the millionaire? Who? You don't remember that show? It's before you were no. born. And you got uh, John Ritter and Johnny Cash, Jesus Christ, and Don Cox and Jesus Christ and Jesus Christ. Here's a lady from somewhere. Hello. Hi. You forgot to add Al Gore to that list. There's a not, he, draft he's, Al Gore site. He's not running. We put only people uh, who are running. But they still might draft him. Try Man, to let, get let, me, him. let me say it again. Read my lips. He's not running. We could have put Al Gore on. We could have put Hillary Clinton on there. We could have put a lot of people, uh, you know, conjecture that they might run, but so far they're not running. So we put only people who are running. Okay. 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 Have Bye. a great day. She, well, I, I had to be like a little bit belligerent there because she right. wasn't going to take no for an answer. But they're considering, you know, the, la the last poll they took the other day showed uh, Fitty Fitty, Gore and Bush, just mm -hmm. like uh, we left off uh, a couple of years ago. Right. Fitty Fitty. How do you like that? <laughs> oh, Al Gore, man. We don't, we don't want him no more, right? Right. Oh, he my God. Chance. Wouldn't that be a disaster? No, no. Oh. No, no. He's no, the, I don't probably want the only Clinton. guy alive. No. That they could have stolen the election from would have made it that close after eight years of prosperity and peace. Everybody getting a piece, right. including Ella Bubba. For such a smart guy, he sure was an idiot. I don't want Clinton to campaign campaign for me. Yeah, but he did a good job with those coal miners, man. <laughs> hmm. Huh? Hey, you have to be a thinking man to pack that Mike's Hard Lemonade in your uh, satchel before you go down in there. You got to think about what are these guys going to want? They've been down there cold and nervous and shaken. Mike's Hard Lemonade <laughs> sounds good to me. And then inter uh, inventing the internet. Right. Well, that oh, true. what the hell more could you want? I'm almost inspired to play some Al Gore crap. Now she was, uh, she's obviously uh, obsessed. She thinks that uh, that's the answer. Yeah. So how about Al Gore? No. No Al chance. Gore. Al Gore, as you have never heard or seen him before. Four years ago, you gave me your nomination to be vice president. This is some crap. I've been watching you doing that. 
Macarena on television. And if I could have your silence, I would like to demonstrate for you the Al Gore version of the Macarena. I am not trying to be Macarena. 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 Would you like to see it again? Tengo mucha compasión. Tengo mucha emoción. When your alarm goes off in the morning, Macarena. When one of your children reaches for cereal and fruit, Macarena. 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 This is Sports Radio 560. QAQAM. Be very afraid. She was just 17. Well, she was almost 17. Well, she was 16 and a half. But with makeup, she looked a lot older. Something in your head just moved. Listen. You should try my double secret. Cause your perspiration smells. When I get old, I'll be weeping over many years from now. Hey, Stu, this is Peter. Just see the way Reno looked at me. Hey, Stu, George just grabbed me and said, I want to Oh, my! Oh, my! 11.45 at 5.60. Oh, my! Oh, my! WQM, home of some of the most embarrassing crap in the history of broadcasting. Speaking of Just, embarrassing. And I use the term broadcasting loosely. Yes? Deborah Perillo, stop faxing, you crazy bitch. 20-page fax of nonsense. Just stuff that you've gotten before. Yeah. Stacks and stacks hey, of Deborah, crap. Hey, Deborah, quit wasting our fax paper, you psychotic bitch, you idiot, you simple uh, person. You Miguel should be there by now, wouldn't you think, of the Shell Station? He, he called, he was University? on his way. He said it was raining cats and dogs. Oh, uh, that's going to like, uh, we don't want to get rained out. It's going to rain on our charade. It's going to pee on our parade. Well, that's not, well, whatever we get, we'll get, you know. Right. Somebody will show up. What else are they going to do? Bring your uh, raincoat and your trench coat. And your rubbers. And uh, bring your rubbers because McGill will be there ready for action. Right, you wouldn't want to get wet. Especially after, well, he doesn't want to come back anytime soon because he said if he shows up before two, he's got a rim doreen. So I don't think he'll be back anytime soon. Well, you never confused him with the rimmer, did you? Oh, my! No. Oh, my! No. I saw him pick up a check, so I know it ain't him. Oh, my! Oh, my! Joe, you're an embarrassment, okay? You're a good guy. I like you. It's nothing personal, but my God. And you know something? He's perfect for the University of Miami. Here they got a choice between a consummate professional who got screwed over by Mo, by the way, and the Dolphin organization. Absolutely. Bill Zimfer, who did uh, yeoman work, an excellent job on the Dolphins, nine seasons with the Mad Dog. And was was available to do U of M football. Damn it, And the university, being the typical Bush League Neanderthal, oh, no, we want to have the same guy doing all of our sports, and we want Joe Z. Oh, my! Oh, my! Who fits in perfectly with the entire ambiance of the University of Miami. Donna, no ball, Shalala, and a whole uh, thing over there in the Gables. Makes me want to puke, okay? Donna, you sick, idiotic bitch. 
Oh, that's the most disgusting thing I ever saw. Get our name off that billboard right away. We've got balls. You got no balls, honey, although rumors were they had big ones. That's what Bubba was saying. Even Joe's impressed. Oh, my! Oh, my! Here's a fact from Lisa in North Miami. says, what would, knowing where Iraq is on a map, to knowing what's really going on in the world because y'all read, prove? Oh. What? It wouldn't Reveling make things any easier for anyone if we knew about it or not. I see now why you and George take drugs, because you concern yourselves with all that negative crap, and it pisses y'all off. This has got to be phony. It is. I don't care where Iraq is, nor do I want to. I have so much more to say, but thought you might not read this. Right, phony. This is the same as the, was it Tracy that day? They yeah. The phony yeah. name, yeah. That's... Building code compliance, right. my ass. Fake facts. Yeah, another fake facts from a fake Lisa for the y'all, y'all read, y'all got. Hang out of what y'all got, Lisa, which probably ain't much. Idiot. Five six seven oh five sixty is. Uh, I'm not depressed about anything. I'm I'm a happy camper. Believe right. you me. So I'm, I'm happy, happy as a pig in slop. It's sloppy. Although I'm a little bit upset about the fact Joe Zagaki is on WQM doing anything. I mean, like I said, nice guy to have around. Give him a paycheck just to keep him, you know, him and his uh, lovely wife to have to eat now and then. Wesley Clark's got ninety nine votes. Who'd you like to see as Democratic presidential candidate next year? Wesley Clark ninety nine. 374 votes all told. Howard Dean, 67. I don't care. They all suck, 61. I don't care. I'm for Bush, 52, 13.9%. Oh. Bob Graham, 49. John Kerry, 13. Al Sharpton, 12. John Edwards, 11. Dennis Kucinich, 4. Dick Gebhardt, 4. Carol Mosley Braun, 1. Julie Berman, 1. See, the fact that we got out of this audience almost uh, 14% for Bush, that tells What have I always said? He could hold a, uh, a speech. He could go on national TV, on worldwide TV, 9 o'clock tonight on all the networks, even on uh, Playboy TV, and look you straight in the camera with that goofy look on his face with a furrowed brow and say, uh, I lied to you. All those people who died over there, including the ones who are still dying, including your sons and daughters, uh, it was all for nothing based on a lie. We had this planned a long time ago, me and all my neocon pals. And it wouldn't. It would still, tomorrow would still be 14%. Right. So it ties right in with what we were saying about stupidity. Just like the Arnold business. Oh, it's Arnold Schwarzenegger. He's going to be governor of California, maybe. Based on what? And then, of course, this debate he's going to participate in. You'll notice that, of course, it's going to be a little bit untimely with the election coming up March 4th, probably now, unless they uh, change that. Unless they overturn a court's uh, decision. But the fact of the matter is that they, they have to have the questions in writing so they can make the answers up for him ahead of time because he doesn't have any answers. He doesn't have any positions. He doesn't have any qualifications. But he'd rather pump than come. Uh, Sometimes it's not such a bad idea pumping than coming in California. Whatever the hell that means. Oh, Jesus, God and Chrysler Motors Almighty. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T line. It's a good thing we got that big one and two comedy bits hour today. We got screwed out of that last week because last Wednesday we hit a Marlin game. And I tried to tell you to do it earlier. Nah, but I I outsmarted you. I took off Friday. Mm-hmm. Bastard. That'll show you. Here's yeah. Miami. Hello. Hey Neil, how are you doing today? Pretty good, sir. Hey Neil, listen. I'm. I want you to know you always bring a big smile to my puss. And, but please, I'm going to ask you to please, I need a favor from you. Please no. stop playing those Joseph Gacky bits. Every time I hear that guy's voice, I get like ulcers in my stomach. Do you? Please, we can't listen to him anymore. Oh, my! Oh, oh. my! Oh, my! Oh, my! Oh, my! Oh, my! Oh, my! Oh, my! No, 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 no! Oh, my! Oh, my! Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty. Oh, my! 
Oh, my! On the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. Just a wild, screaming, out-of-control maniac. I guess that's supposed to compensate for ability, you know? Ain't it the same thing? I beg your pardon? Ain't it the same thing? Lack thereof. Ability. Here's a call from Hollywood. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Hi, Neil. How are you today? Great. Sensational, man. Uh, Great. Neil, I just want to say something uh, uh, in in a segue to some of your talks about the weather and the hurricane and stuff. uh, The weather out here on Hollywood Beach is excellent right now. I mean, all, all and the, the weather here news. in Toronto is beautiful. It's sunny and uh, 72. Yeah, I know, but all the local news, you know, this morning on TV had like there's eight to ten foot seas and six to eight foot seas, and uh, like I'm a lifeguard on Hollywood Beach, and the water here is just really flat. There's a little bit of a, a current running north to south, but it's a beautiful day. So I hope all the people just come on out and come on down to the beach and enjoy. <laughs> it. Oh, really, okay. It's a beautiful day, you know, and uh, and also Teddy Roosevelt on your pole. That man that did so much for national parks, imagine. Imagine what would happen if we didn't have him do that for us. I can't even begin to imagine it, you know what? No, think about that. You know, and the Indians way. probably felt the same way about it. Yeah. All right, well, anyway, thank you, Neil. God bless, and uh, have a great day. You enjoy and the Hollywood Bye Chamber now. of Commerce thanks you profusely. Uh, you're welcome, Neil. Good have morning. a great day. Thank you. No, I, I'm not thinking. I said the Hollywood Chamber of Commerce. Well, he's putting in a good plug. You know, he wants to see some naked people out there on the beach. Damn straight. Well, some of them, and maybe some of them not. Bye. Who's your favorite dead political figure? We have no uh, interest in this poll, and that's okay, because uh, Eric said, see, I told you Eric was dicking with his show. See, there's a, Eric emailed me to say that he got a whole bunch of suggestions uh, last night on the poll. About 30, man. Because he put it on there for people to be able to put in their suggestions, which I put Bobby Kennedy on there, by the way, Eric. I was the one, and you put one in, too. Right. So that's, but, but at any rate, by doing that, see, that would have been about 30 calls we would have had from people suggesting as opposed to, like, doing it on a website. So he's dicking with the program here. Well, I'm making it nice and easy for you now, Eric, so don't interfere, okay? Like, uh, Mama Corleone said to Santino, don't interfere. Remember that when they were having dinner at sure. the table and he was giving a lecture to uh, Carlo about don't Santino. ever, uh, right. Santino, don't interfere. She knew. You know, that, that, uh, hot-tempered Santino man, they shot him on the causeway. <laughs> my boy. Yeah. Don Colijo. At any rate, let's just play the audio from The Godfather the rest of the three years. Oh, I said that sounds right. good to me. Huh? We're just going to play Godfather drop-ins. Mama! <laughs> Mama mia! <laughs> bing, you blow their brains all over your nice cyber league suit. What's the matter with you? I think your brain is doing so. Yeah, I know it was you, Fredo. You broke my heart. You broke my heart. Leave the gun. See, this is what pisses old uh, senile Mo off real big time. Is he knows that he knows in a part of his brain what used to be uh, what's under the uh, muskrat there, the weasel. He knows that I could actually play Godfather drops for the next uh, three years, what's ever left on this deal, and still get the uh, gigantic numbers over what his pathetic uh, decimal whatever he's got. Oh man, this is what really has got to frost his sad old ass. I don't care how many Dago, Guinea, what greaseball goombas come out of the woodwork. See, and you could play the same drop-ins, Mo, but the difference would be nobody would listen when you play it. That's the bottom line. Whatever you have done to make you treat me so disrespectfully, for justice, we must go to Don Corleone. Absolutely correct, sir. There you go. Nice medley from the Godfather. 5670560, pound 560. Your favorite dead political figure, the list we have so far, Paul Wellstone, Thomas Paine, George Washington, Bobby Kennedy, Abe Lincoln, Abe Lincoln, Teddy Roosevelt, FDR, Thomas Jefferson, Martin Luther King, and JFK. That's the list we have so far, to which you folks have added uh, one. Right. I mean, see, if we had a really cerebral audience, they'd be saying, well, James Madison, because he was oh. really, uh, huh? Keep dreaming. What? Cerebral audience. How about John Quincy Adams? How about him? Like this show. How about James Knox Polk? 
You poke. He was kin to Poke Sailani, I do believe. <laughs> and he liked his poke. A pig and a poke? No, he liked his poke. Oh, maybe that was Franklin Pierce who they said liked his poke. Was it Franklin Pierce or James Buchanan who was never married? There were always rumors about that, that we had a closet. Oh, no. Before huh? my it was time. One of, it was one of them. It was either 14, which was Franklin Pierce, or 15, James Buchanan. I think it was Franklin Pierce. And there were stories, there were rumors being spread. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon line. Here's Fort Lauderdale. Hello, Neil. God. Yes, sir. Oh, by the way, it was it was James Buchanan who was the Amery president. Fifteen. Really? That was well. Quite... I said I knew it was either him or Franklin Pierce. Right. Hey, um, Neil, did you ever get a chance to read uh, the David Halberstam book War in a Time of Peace? No. Yeah, that's the book that really details a lot of what went on in in, in the Kosovo battle. And I think it gives a real good, balanced, and, and objective view of, of Clark's role in that battle. The, the editorial that you read from The Nation, I think, gives kind of a one-sided view of, mm-hmm. of, of some of the, the press manipulation that was going on during that war. And I, and I think it's fair to say that Clark was kind of playing the press to, get, to bring attention to a, lot of the, to a lot of the bad things that were going on in Kosovo. The press was not paying attention okay. until a lot of the atrocities came out. I mean, I'm not saying he's perfect by any means. And I'm not saying that I'm even... You know, no, no, I'm not saying that I necessarily believe it, but somebody faxed it to me the other day, and The Nation obviously is a credible publication, and I wanted oh, to read it because I want to put all the stuff out there, and then people can uh, pick and choose and believe what they want. Right. And and, and what I'm saying with the Halberstam book is, is, is basically, I think it presents, a, it, it presents a very balanced side, and it presents the warts and all, to be honest with you. I, think, I, I highly recommend it. Okay. Um, and, and also for the, uh, for the poll for the dead politicians... Uh, I think I'd like to nominate the person that ran the, the, the country during the 1980s, Nancy Reagan's astrologer. She is dead, by the way. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and have a great day. Just that's say no to Nancy's astrologer. That was excellent. I beg your pardon? I said that's good news, and that was a great call. That was a great call. We're not putting that on there, of course, because we don't know what the name was. Nobody would know who no. it is anyway. Just like they don't know where the goddamn Indian Ocean is or where India is or where Sri Lanka is. I always liked Ceylon, you know, when I was collecting stamps. See, that's the problem. I thought I was learning something about the world. Then they went and changed the, no, they changed yeah. the names of all the damn countries. Pissed me off, man. What the hell was Zimbabwe? You know, what, what is that? Right. Whatever happened to the good old Belgian Congo, huh? That was my favorite Congo. Go build on the uh, Bongo so we can all go to the Congo. How's Precious doing, by the way? And, uh, Passion. Is she okay? Yes. Good. 11.57. All the whirlers and our patience on Passions because nothing has happened. Hey, Sheridan. Sheridan, crawl up those stairs again, honey. Maybe somebody will hear you this time, damn it. Maybe Hank will hear you. By now, you've been hearing about laminates of rust and how laminated wood flooring from laminates of rust is the easy, the intelligent, low-maintenance alternative to natural wood flooring, which costs you an arm and four legs. Laminates of rust is the best place to find laminated wood flooring from the top names in the universe like Perador, Pergo, Wilson Art, Unifloor, and Quickstep. They've got all the top names, all installed by Pergo certified installers, too. Another good reason why I ought to be calling these folks instead of anybody else is because at laminates of rust, their prices will positively floor you. Right now, you can get their September kickoff special for just $1,995. Just $1,995 gets you up to 380 square feet of beautiful laminate wood flooring. It is positively amazing. And laminates of us will match any legitimate written offer, too. You can't beat them with a shtick. For a free in-home estimate, no obligation, call laminates of us toll-free and tell them that crusty, rusty old Neil told you to call 1-877-777-3336. They make it as easy as pie. They give you free carpet disposal, free furniture moving, 25-year warranty, and years of beautiful, easy-care laminate wood flooring. Call Laminates R Us today, tool-free. When in doubt, check this out. 1-877-777-3336. Live and local, this, this is 560. The radio is all yours now. QAM.
It's the 12 to 1 hour on QAM. What a nice recovery, I thought. Excellent. Fairly noticeable. Sitting at home watching the WWF. I got hair on my back and coolers on my breath. I got remote control. I got my Nintendo joystick. I'm so damn lazy. I'm married a pregnant chick. Well, it's true. I drive a Beamer and I play lots of golf. I wear polyester pants that I never take off. I go out to the bars and I try to be funky, but I don't fool anyone because me a honky. to Madonna and I think she's really hip and that Julio Iglesias fella just makes me flip. I don't like two life crew. They're just so darn dirty. My kids aren't allowed to listen until they turn 30. My dad is my uncle and my sister's my aunt. I'm enrolled in school just to get me a grant. I tell a lot of ethnic jokes. I think that they're funny. I got a bad sense of humor cause me a honky. do the box step, Luffy. Look at this. Hey, Ma, why don't you come over here and pull my finger? I think we put our finger on it today. The problem with America, if there is one, of course, there might not be, but I think it might. we might have uh, found it. Too many trailer parks. Okay. Promo then... 4 at 560 WQM, and of course, some of them might get blown away. Boy, that Brian Cabell from CNN, he's standing there like just the wind is blowing, you know. Nothing's going to happen until tomorrow morning, but he's standing there like getting his hair blown all around, you know, just waiting for the big blow. Aren't a lot of guys standing around waiting for the big blow? Yes. In line. Blick says Iraq probably destroyed WMDs. Former U.N. weapons uh, Chief Weapons Inspector Hans Blix believes that Iraq destroyed most of its weapons of mass destruction 10 years ago, but kept up the appearance that it had them to deter a military attack. In an interview with the Australian radio station broadcast today, Blix said it was unlikely that the U.S. and British teams now searching for weapons in Iraq would find more than some documents of interest. Interest. As Eisenhower used to say, interest. I'm certainly more and more to the conclusion that Iraq has, as they maintain, destroyed all, almost, of what they had in the summer of 91, Blix told Australian Broadcasting Corp. Radio. The more time that has passed, the more I think it's unlikely that anything will be found, he'd be saying. Blix indicated he thought the U.S.-led coalition had backtracked on the issue of Iraq's weapons. In the beginning, they talked about weapons concretely, and later on, they talked about weapons programs. Maybe they'll find some documents of interest, he said. Is that like persons of interest, like uh, Stephen Hatfield? We got okay. persons of interest, and now we got documents of interest. I mean, you can put a sign up on your door, beware of the dog, without having a dog, he said, from his home in Sweden. Good point, Hans. By the way, the Leafs beat, uh, whatever, that yogurt, yogurt uh, that the girls team in Finland in Helsinki last night, 5-3. to three. Anybody care? No. I wonder if that game's on again. You think they keep replaying it, like, over and over again on Leafs TV? Here is Roberts into the corner to Neuendijk. Neuendijk circles back to the blue line to Wade Vilak. Belak has it poked off of his stick. Five. Never sounded better, Joe. My good friend, the great Joe Bowen, man. Is he the best or what? Even George knows he's the best. Who? <laughs> oh. And by the way, it's a good thing we don't have Josh Friedman on our staff anymore to go bother Joe Bowen for more promos. He's oh. at the embarrassment oh. level. It's so great. It's just... Uh... This is Joe Bowen, the voice of the Toronto Maple Leafs. They don't come any better than Neil Rogers. Thanks, Joe.
Once upon a time, Tox Box Orifice, my good buddy Johnny Depp. I mean, everybody else on the station drops names all the time. What else should I? If I have to hear one more time, Pharrell telling us about how he was with Mad Dog at that uh, Dolphin kickoff uh, lunch, whatever that thing was yesterday. How many times did he say that this morning? About 30, man. Man, I love you, Scott, but just uh, cool it a little bit with that. I, 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 huh? You know what I'm saying? What are you saying? I'm saying that he says that maybe a little bit too much. Right. You beat me by about a half a, half a beat. <laughs> What's this important thing coming over from Chronic Jane? She says, I liked Howard Dean, but now I want Wesley Clark. He was first in his class at West Point. He was a Rhodes Scholar like Bill Clinton, and he was a professor of economics at West Point. He knows how to handle the military. I think a Clark Dean ticket will be ideal, or a Clark Graham ticket, but you know Graham's unheard of. Right. Love Kucinich, but he has a snowball's chance in hell. You're right about that, Jane. Please check out www.misleader.org. They're documenting Bush's lies. Somebody else faxed that already. I'll, I'll check it out. Like that one I checked out yesterday was good to read. That one about, what was it? What was it? I don't know. Some of the anti-religion stuff. But there was nothing there we could use. But it was good. Mm-hmm. It was all the anti-babbling uh, crap. Anyway, it says there's a channel on satellite TV uh, called Link that has some really interesting shows about the world and his nonprofit. Uh, uh, link.org. Says Jane of Fort Lauderdale. Chronic Jane. Thank you, Chronic Jane. Anyway, can I get back to Johnny Depp? Important thing. Could you? Would Nobody you? cares about uh, the fact that we have a bunch of functional illiterates who have no idea what. Any... See, this is the thing about Americans because the education system is such crap. Americans, because of the geographical isolation, uh, think they can be comfortably ignorant. They know nothing about the rest of the world. Unlike almost any place else where they're very familiar with the rest of the world, generally because most of any place else they're close to the rest of the world. Comfortably dumb. Although the Canadians here, I don't understand why they know so much about the rest of the world, because the only thing they're close to is like uh, the North Pole and the U.S. And yeah. yet, the education system here is heads and shoulders, heads and shoulders above the U.S., eh? How do you like that? <laughs> Johnny Depp has made another transformation, it says. Oddball actor to box office moneymaker. The star known for playing eccentrics and cult favorites such as Ed Wood, which is so much uh, too long, and Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, is establishing himself as a major box office draw with two films this weekend in the top five. Once Upon a Time in Mexico, as opposed to Once Upon a Time in America, which lasts for about seven and a half hours, Once Upon a Time in Mexico, starring Antonio Banderas as a mariachi musician gunslinger, and Depp as a sleazy CIA agent, debuted in first place with $24 million, according to industry estimates on Sunday. It was Johnny's second consecutive number one debut oh! after the summertime hit Pirates of the Caribbean, The Curse of the Black Pearl, which George said the movie sucked, but Johnny was good. Right. Pirates, still performing strongly in its 10th week of release, came in number five at $4.6 million. So in other words, Johnny Depp is in two of the top five money-making films of the week. Number one and number five in the same weekend. It says, for any actor, that's great, and for Johnny Depp, it's totally unexpected and welcome. Depp has had blockbusters before, such as Sleepy Hollow, Chocolate, and modest hits like Edward Scissorhands and Donnie Brasco, but they've been few and far between the respected but little-seen cult films like Dead Man, Ed Wood, Benny and June, and Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. I forgot, did you say you ever finally saw Donnie Brasco? Oh, I love, Donnie Brasco is great. Yeah, okay, Are you that's kidding right, me? That's right. Are you and me, man? That's an outstanding flick. We need to okay. start talking about movies again. I know, I missed that. You want to know? Well, no, the reason being that I, I'm, it inspired me to watch so many good ones, and now that we don't talk about it, I've got about a half dozen in the other room I haven't even watched yet. Well, get to it. I haven't watched uh, Snatch. Oh, Snatch is good. Oh, wait. And the movie, too. Yeah. Oh, and you, which reminds me, now maybe this is the hour when I can actually put some audio on here in the background. You think? Maybe. Oh, no, not what I just saw. <laughs> Whoa, if you could have seen what I just saw, huh? That's Look at that instrument. I've seen it. 
Man. No, you haven't seen that. Listen to Probably. Listen, Kelsey, go. Listen to what, Joe? That was her name, whatever oh, her name was. Chrissy. Chrissy. Don't, just because it ended in SSY, yeah. don't get all bent out of shape, okay? Don't get prissy about it? Don't get prissy and don't be a sissy, okay? It was just uh, Chrissy, and she was just having a little fun. <laughs> I don't. I just don't, dare. I just don't dare, you know. We have the dump. Now, what was the movie with the uh, the spit girl uh, with Johnny Depp? Oh, that was Cry Baby. Cry Baby. Oh, they, they don't even put that on Brutal. here because it's so embarrassing. No. Embarrassing. Yeah. So anyway, Johnny Depp, our Hallandale or Miramar, whatever the hell it was, uh, boy who used to once upon a time he was out on his luck, down on his luck, slept in his car actually at one point, many many moons ago, and now he's a big star. This is a great story. This is from the uh, Fudge Report. Miss Fudge had this on there this morning. Omac, Washington. You know where that is? More or less. You do? I might have been there. I never heard of it. Well, I've never been in Washington State, so I don't know what that is. Anyway, Oconagon County Sheriff's Deputy seeking a person on an outstanding warrant broke down the door into the wrong home and then jolted a man with a taser in front of his wife and child. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a South Florida thing, don't sure. it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry. That happens there all the time. Sheriff Frank Rogers says the bottom line is officers messed up is what he said. No one was seriously injured in the incident. The heavily armed officers apparently burst into the wrong trailer at the oh. Homestead Trailer Park in Omak. That's not Homestead, Homestead Florida. It's uh, Homestead, Thank Washington. The man they were seeking, 30-year-old Joseph M. Parisian, heard the ruckus and tried to escape from another trailer. He was arrested without incident. He heard the ruckus. Don't you love that word, the ruckus? Mm -hmm. Which fits right in with trailer parks and stuff like that. Sure. We're not knocking anybody out there who lives in a trailer park. Just because they call you trailer trash. Don't take it personal, although I think they might have a point. And who, and let me ask you this, who picks up the trailer trash? The, uh, trash people. Probably the promoter, the promotion department for Jerry Springer, I would think. Pick up the trailer trash, haul them right off to the, uh, Chicago, wherever the hell they, uh, shoot that show. Oh, there's the hurricane. Here's the latest on Isabel. As you know, we have strategic supplies. Oh, and look at it. It's the cheesehead. Throughout the United States. Tommy Thompson. Oh, they've kept him in the closet for a long time. Goes into particular areas. He drank water out of a creek. <laughs> to move very fast. Yeah, who didn't? That is uh, what's so important, to do the pre-planning, which we're... By the way, how they how are they doing? I, just, I don't want to change the subject, but how are they doing with that investigation about the... Uh, oh, I can't find it now. About the... Anthrax. Yeah, I, we got so many anthrax packs in there. I almost, almost hit the wrong one. <laughs> don't do that. Have they got the guys who sent the Amtrak to the man yet? No, I don't think so. Interested person. They got the person of interest, but other than that, have we got any more clues about the Amtrak? No. Yeah, we're doing just as well on that as we are doing a, uh, fighting Osama Yamama and Sodom and Mullah Bulla and the Wooly Bully and all these people. We found Sheb Wooly, and he's dead. That's that's sad, you know. I didn't know he was 82 though. That's that's not all that old. Uh, I'll See, when it. you start getting to be in your 60s like me, you start saying any any number you pick. Oh, 100, that's right. not that old. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, that's just the way you have to look at it, you know. The uh, like oldest woman in the world. 90, that's not so old. Just so you know. Yes. The record right now is uh, 116. She's still kicking. I, I We have it on our website. Oh, I'm sorry. Japanese lady, I have it on the website. Oh, I'm so far ahead of you, man, you have no idea. I scour. I scour the wicked World Wide Web. Do you believe me? Afterwards, oh, you shower. Though. I shower and then I scour. With Coast. Well, actually, what I use is that fa. I brought back all that fa um, deodorant and soap from Amsterdam. God, uh -huh. it's too bad the people is over there don't, haven't discovered it yet. 1214 at 560 WQM. If you're underpaid, if you're treated like crap at your work, if you're not making enough money to even buy a ticket to a ball game, how'd you like to have a new high-paying career before the year ends? It's true. You can do it. Quit thinking about it and get at least some information and do yourself a big favor. Call Fast Train at 1-866-FAST-TRAIN. 
Fast Train can have you trained and certified before the end of this year. The demand for computer professionals is big. It's gigantic, and there's no end in sight. So there's no smarter time than right now to get you some skills and a new high-paying career. Change your life for the better. Fast Train offers you job placement assistance, convenient day, evening, and weekend schedules. And with six Florida locations, including four in South Florida, there's about to be one nearby you, two up there in Tampa, as if we care about that. Fast Train offers financial assistance to those who qualify, too. So call Fast Train today, toll-free, at 1-866-FAST-TRAIN. And in no time at all, you can be making more than Scott's making there. That's 1-866-FAST-TRAIN. No excuse to stay in a dead-end job one more day. Check them out on the web at FastTrain.com and call them toll-free. Be sure and tell them that Todd Dreck told you to make that important call. 1-866-FAST-TRAIN. We're Sports Radio 560. QAM. The Hoover out the moon, man. Person that you'll ever view. Yes. We can't take him anymore. No one's more boring than Vice President Al Gore. Uh-huh. No signs of facial expression. Is he alive? Then one hour seems like five. Absolutely. Cause Gore is the boringest person that you'll ever view. Gore is the boringest person, goes for tipper two. Only one's more wooden than him, Pinocchio. But he'll come to life for Asian guys with lots of dough. Cigar store Indian man, he could put you in a coma in two seconds or less. Now, as it's cleared back in, Ponikarovsky on the board. Anyway, we might just play the Leafs uh, Jokerit uh, game last night because look at we got one call on the board this hour. Pretty depressing. Aren't you amazed and shocked and dismayed? Yo, hello. Trying to reach it. One sixty and it stopped raining. I beg your pardon. One sixty and it has stopped raining. It has stopped raining, so there are no excuses. Get over there, and Miguel is at the corner of Broward and University Boulevards. It drives, and the uh, Shell Station in the QM van. Best of Neil merchandise, the best of Neil CDs, the Mo Howard David. Absolutely. He changed all of that good stuff. Let's go for abandoned pet rescue. Let's get some money in there between now and 2 o'clock and cut the crap. This thing this year is taking off as slowly as molasses, man. It's weak. Well, it's that's really what we get weak. for starting when nobody's in town yet. Well, I know, there's still nobody there, to be honest right. with you. I know. It's like not. about half of the town is still uh, laying out. And who could blame them? I know I'm laying out. Clark says his career has pointed to the presidency, so the audience so far seems to be a stoop. At least he would think so. Wesley Clark, the former NATO Supreme Commander, told CNN he'll kick off his run for the Democratic presidential nomination with an announcement today, which we already knew that. This is what my expertise, my leadership experience, my whole career has pointed and prepared me for, Clark said, in an interview with CNN's American Morning on Wednesday morning, today, this morning. I've had a lot of diplomatic experience. I've done a lot of work with security policy. I think I'm the best person to look at the future of this country and keep us safe. 
Park 58 becomes the 10th Democrat seeking to unseat President Bush. He's a West Point graduate, Rhodes Scholar, former CNN. See, I told you it wasn't, uh, I was wrong. It was CNN. That's why everybody saw him. Former CNN military analyst who led U.S. and allied forces in NATO's 1999 air war in Kosovo asked about the fact that he never held elective office. He said his move is ambitious, but it also is an extraordinary era. Questioned about how he can market himself and his campaign without a record on domestic issues, Clark said on Wednesday that he has the same experience that everybody else does when it comes to grappling with the issue as a citizen. He said he worries about health care, education, unemployment, other life issues, as voters do. He said when he was in the military, he dealt with quality of life and personnel issues, such as housing, education, and health care for our people, is what he said. Responding to comments that he was abrasive and not well-liked by others in the military, Clark said the environment was competitive. It's a competitive bureaucracy, he said. People enter it at the bottom. They come out at the top. There's a lot of gossip and some sharp elbows in there, but I think my record stands on its own merits. And if you look at what I've done, the contributions I've made, it's a very solid record, and I'm proud of it, he said. And you'll notice the Arkansas connection here. Is there? And the fact that Bubba and Hillary and the other Clinton connections are people who are now his advisors, and Bubba's supposedly pulling some strings behind the scenes, you notice? Uh-huh. There you go. So far, Wesley Clark, who would you like to see as domestic, uh, as Democratic presidential candidate next year? Wesley Clark's leading the pack by a good margin, 212, Howard Dean, 85. I don't care, they all suck, 80. I don't care, I'm voting for Bush, 59. 13% for Bush. Idiots. Bob Graham, 57. John Kerry, 16. John Edwards, 13. Al Sharpton, 13. Dennis Kucinich, 6. If he had a better hairpiece, he'd do better. Dick Gebhardt, only 6 in this audience like Dick. Jew Lieberman, four, and Carol Mosley Braun's got a pair. All right, she's doubled her vote out of 453 votes. Not too uh, good, Carol. Stepping up a little bit. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T. We've got 8 million open lines. Our poll here about the favorite dead political figure is dead in the water. Absolutely. It just ain't going nowhere. Aren't you amazed? No. Oh. Here's uh, Miami. Hello. Miserable pitch. Okay, thanks for is. listening, by the way. Thanks for listening, asshole. Okay, here's our last call. It's in Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hey, Uncle Neely. Great show. Yes, it is. Um, I've got a question for you. Take your time, man. You're the only call on the board. All right. Um, Cox on the radio. Was he the one back, I mean, I think I was in fifth grade at the time, that was pulled off of Y100 for some kind of altercation. I don't know if it was child molestation or something. No, he crazy. didn't have any child molestation thing. You're confusing him with uh, Bill Tanner, I think. <laughs> uh, it, no, seriously, wasn't, wasn't somebody from Y100 yanked off the air for, for some kind of... What? And, and Bill Tanner wasn't yanked off the air either, so I don't know. But he was yanked off. He was yanked off, though. All right, I'll sorry, I'll, my bad. Great show, though. Okay, thanks. Take care. He's got Tanner and Cox mixed up with Cox. <laughs> five, six, seven, oh, five, sixty. I guess it wouldn't be the first time. Uh, pound five, sixty on the AT&T and Verizon Wireless line. We, and all of a sudden, like we, things have been going too well, you know what? And you just hit the nail on the head when you said there's still nobody there, and you're right. But things have been going a little bit too smoothly, and now all of a sudden, it's like, well, we don't like that poll today, that uh, second one there, so to you, okay? Well, back to you. How do you like that? They don't like the fact that I thought that Mike in uh, whatever his name was, uh, Coconut Creek yesterday, gave us a damn good idea. It is good. And we're going to do like a four-part series. Uh, your favorite dead actors, your favorite dead musicians, famous others. But the pol politician thing, well, maybe there just aren't that many. Or maybe we don't have any students of history in here. You think that could possibly be it? <laughs> Who have no idea where the Pacific Ocean is, or the North Pole, or the South Pole, or the sky, or Uranus? Or the beach? No, they know where the beach is. Didn't you hear the guy just called two calls ago? Oh, yeah. So the beach is on the air right now. Miserable beach. Here's a call from Kendall. Hello. Good afternoon. Yes, sir. 
I was flipping through the station yesterday, and I heard you mention my name again. Yeah, Reverend Jones, uh -huh, asshole. That's what we said. Reverend Jones, a major asshole. You know something? The moment that he said hello, good afternoon, mm -hmm. I knew it was him. I'm getting a lot better on that. Yeah, we don't want. Uh, we can't stand you, Reverend Jones. Go to hell away, okay? You make us sick to our stomach. You make us want to puke. He's and addition to which, everybody now knows. You're gay. Yeah. Say his name one more time. He'll pop off. He'll pop off. Oh, yeah. okay. Reverend Jones. Squirt, squirt. Okay, that took care of him. He'll be calm now. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon Wireless line. Mad Dog coming up at two. The Humper from four to six thirty. Another one of those tough two and a half hour shows, Hank. <laughs> what a deal he's got, man. That we should all funny. be so lucky. Marlins on deck at six thirty. Marlins at the Phillies to try to like undo. There's still a half a game ahead, and the uh, it's in the loss columns where the difference is, which is mighty important, as George knows. Marlins at the Phillies need a win tonight to stay ahead for the wild card. Then you got Eddie K after the baseball game, Joe and Mark overnight, and then uh, the Muskrat Man, the old weasel in the morning with the Geldy. You know, is it the Muskrat with the weasel? Maybe that's why it sounds like that. Twenty-six past noon at five sixty WQM VIP Sportsbook dot com is big league baby. It's the best in town, and you've got about a zillion other sportsbooks out there. About thirty man. Trying to pedal for your money. They all want you to like turn to them. Of course, where the hell are they going to be when it comes time to collect? Because ninety-nine percent of these bookies are in the jungles of Costa Rica, Guatemala, uh, the Belgian Congo, uh, Ceylon, which don't even exist no more, Sri Lanka. This year, move up in class to VIPSportsbook.com, the oldest and largest sportsbook in the Netherlands. Believe you me, you can trust those Dutch as far as you can throw them. 100% legal and licensed, too. Call VIPSportsbook.com right now, toll-free at 1-866-VIP-BETS, because VIPSportsbook.com is positively South Florida's best, one you can trust they're going to be around. Sign up right now, and all year long, you can bet on South Florida football and basketball teams juice-free. You want to bet the Dolphins? It's 100 to win 100. You want to bet the Hurricanes against one of those little uh, girls' teams they play? It's 100 to win 100. So forget about the VIG. All sign-ups get a 20% cash bonus, too. Not some silly-ass funny-money match-play bonus or some other bogus deal. A 20% cash sign-up bonus. VIPSportsbook.com. That's where you'll find them online. Or call them tool-free at 1-866-VIP-BETS. That's 1-866-VIP-BETS. When you call, be sure and tell them, please, you heard about it here on most prestigious sports-obsessed QAM. VIPSportsbook.com, where you be the VIP. Live and local. This is Sports Radio 560 QAM. Little boy. You've waited all your life for them to return. Okay, maybe you haven't waited all your life and don't give a rat's ass that they're together again. But they're playing just for you. Simon and Garfunkel. One night only, one hit only, because they're tired. It's the return of Simon and Garfunkel. Barely live and on stage. Stone is to us, wearing hardly pants. Jealous, all they spoke of us, real brains. Hey, hey, hey. I've got a leap now in my defense. But I won't stop playing just to change. Change, change, change. Get your tickets now for Simon and Garfunkel on their live, but just barely tour. Come to think of it, get yourself a babysitter and go to a movie instead. 1232 at 560 WQAM. So we had 160 bucks as of last report out there at the uh, corner of University and Broward Boulevard at the Shell Station, McGill and the QM van. Right. With our best deal merchandise. We got an update? Not yet. Oh. Having heard you, though. 
Yes. I'm sure he'll be calling within seconds. Well, I sure hope so, because this thing is just creeping and crawling. I have no updates. I mean, the number I got here, the dollar figure is from like three or four days ago. It's just, uh, I don't know. I just have the feeling that this is kind of like a schlock, you know, the whole way that no. this thing is going. No. You don't think so? I don't have that feeling. It's smoother I, than I it's ever been. I have the feeling that, uh, that things are going like a little on the schlocky side. That's just my own personal. I could be overreacting. You know me. I'm a, mm -hmm. a basket case. Right. Yes. But, but <laughs> yeah, that's me. Here's a, a chronic fax here. That's how it's signed, chronic, and a very chronic handwriting. It says, talking about the U.N. broadcast group brings me to the beast. Listening to Pharrell's show this morning, the beast is god-awful. Well, we know that. He's so not like Pharrell, and yet he tries to be hip and nutty like Pharrell. The beast is fine as a reporter and even on the sideline gig for UM. Well, I would debate that. But please get him off the air as a host or even a co-host. Well, he's so not like Pharrell, and yet he tries to be hip and nutty like Pharrell. The beast is fine as a reporter and even on the sideline gig for UM. Well, I would debate that. But please get him off the air as a host or even a co-host. Well, I have no problem with any of that. Here's a lady in Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Yes, ma'am. I was just calling because uh, the gentleman earlier who was talking about Cox. I Ever? But anyway, uh, the other thing I wanted to just ask is on your dead politicians poll, is Barbara Jordan on there yet? No, but she is now. That's a good choice. I was thinking that myself. Excellent. Thank you. All right. Thanks. You have a good have day. Have a great day. Bye. Barbara Jordan. Boy, what a great choice that is, huh? Sure. Wrote it. Okay, we got that on there. We get uh, well. We're not going to get too many other ones, but how can you compete with like all these other ones, like Thomas right. Jefferson and FDR? Huh? Some people might actually know who those people were. Five, although I doubt it. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. Here's Hollywood. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. I'm in Hollywood. That's what I just said. Here's Hollywood. Hello. All right. Hey, Neil. Let me tell yes. you, my grandmother absolutely loved you. She she thought you were the greatest ever. Yeah. And, uh, well, she's dead now, but, you know, she always told me to listen to you, and I never did. I can barely hear this call, Scott. This guy sounds like he's on Uranus. Three o'clock in the afternoon, but I listen to you now, and you're, you know, she, you're right. She was right. You know, you're the greatest. You're absolutely yeah. great for a dried up old fag. Yeah, okay. Phenomenal. Okay, thanks. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T. I am for a dried up prune old fag. I'm pretty good, and she's not too bad either for a dried up dead old uh, queen. Let's do a key Largo. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing? I just okay. want to share uh, one of my memorable Cox moments. Can I say Cox on the radio? Yeah, I guess I can. Yes. Um, back uh, back in the Miami Vice era, when he uh, hijacked the uh, radio station and just played Smuggler's Loose hours. I wonder if anybody remembers that. For four hours, it's all he played for Smuggler's I'll Loose. I'll be damned. Yeah, I just happen to remember Are that. these callers, like, drowning underwater or something? Uh, They're in and out. They're in and out and all over the place. They Maybe they're drowning the over there. I don't know what it is, but all of a sudden, not only the volume of calls, but the quality has like degenerated into like what I would call yes. crap. 220. I don't know if you heard me the first time. No, I did not. Well, that's pretty damn lame. 220 well, bucks. He's been the out weather. there for like, uh, huh? That's the weather, I'm sure. Oh, my God. We've always got, see what I mean? We're like up against it. Mm -hmm. We're like right up against it and we can't even feel it. Yeah, 220 bucks. Soon. Who would you like to see as Democratic presidential candidate next year? Wesley Clark, 117. I don't care. They all sucks in second place with 93. What a bunch of negative, sour assholes, man. Howard Dean, 89. I don't care. I'm for Bush, 62, 12.6%. Bob Graham, 62, tied with El Presidente. John Kerry, 17. Al Sharpton, 16. John Edwards, 13, who talks to dead people. Dennis Kucinich, 6. Dick Kebhart, 6. Jew Lieberman, 6. And Carol Mosley Brown has got three out of 490 votes. That's the way it stacks up right now. They like Wesley Clark, and they still want to know where's the Pacific Ocean. 
Here's Miami. Hello. Hello, this is Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, Neil, I don't wish to give my name out. I'm calling from California. Yeah, sure. Uh, I need to... Okay, good. Good. God. 5670560, oh, pound five. I told you they ran out of material all of a sudden right at noon. When the little hand hit the big hand, that was it. That was the time to put on the goddamn Leafs game. I told you it would be a hell of a lot more entertaining. Oh, and they're in a commercial break. Let's do Miami. Buenos dias. Hello? Yes, sir. Neil, I just wanted to tell you, I'm uh, I'm 33 years old. I'm Cuban-American, born and raised here. I fed into that uh, embargo thing for the last, you know, 10 years of my life. I voted Republican. After Bush, I changed to Democrat. This guy, Clark, he excites me. I think everybody that uh, that doesn't know the guy should listen. <laughs> they should listen to the guy. I mean, the guy makes sense on everything he talks about. I think uh, the fact that he's an outsider will, will give us some, some uh, fresh blood into, into uh, the old, you know, GOP and the good old boys' uh, mentality in there. And uh, I hope anybody that has, you know, uh, a clear vision can really sit down and really uh, look at the, the values that this guy has because he's, he's going to be our next president. You think so, huh? Uh, definitely, Neil. Uh, you know, how, how many times have you seen a, uh, a military guy, a uh, four-star general nonetheless, uh, you know, be a Democrat and speak so intelligently about things. The guy just makes sense. He makes sense about everything he talks about. I, I, I said to my wife a number of times when I used to see him on CNN as a commentary, as, a, as, as one of their hosts there, I, I said, if only this guy would run for president, and, you know, God was listening. God was listening. I think Neil, God. he was listening right. Okay, uh, good luck to you, pal. Thank you, Neil. Thank you. He said, God was listening. How do you like that? He sure ain't listening to Pat Robertson because that storm, I think, is going to wipe out Virginia Beach right. any second now. Oh, please. It just took a little rock and roll there to the right. Look at that. Which would allow for some strengthening. Yeah, see? Ho, 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 I think Pat Robertson drew the Lord's attention there, and, and maybe he misunderstood. Okay, maybe God's got, like, a little hearing problem today. Like, what's your name? Like, Mrs. Wallace on Passions. Maybe his hearing aid fell out. And he thought Pat Robertson is saying, please, please send that right here to Virginia Beach. Right over my ass would be good. That's what he was asking God to do. And I think God might just fulfill his wish with a big blow. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. And the, be the best part of the whole deal is that the media continues taking these people seriously and presenting them like, like some kind of respectable, uh, significant, <laughs> yeah. Jerry Foulball and Jimmy Swaggart and Pat Robertson and all these other uh, grave robbers. I guess Pat's still a little bit upset about Charles Taylor. You know, I can't make no more diamond deals in Liberia. Aww. Here's Tamarack. Hello. Tamarack. I think Tamarack floated away. <laughs> Let's try Boca. Hello. Neil, how are you today? Pretty good, sir. I heard. Uh, I was in New York on business last week, and I heard Sean Hannity's radio show on WABC. How depressing! He was yes. the biggest right-wing a-hole in the history of the world. He was talking about. He said, except for Bill O'Reilly, him, and Rush Limbaugh, there was no intelligent talk radio in the United States that they should. Uh, that they all a bunch of pinko, uh, democratic left-wing fanatics. How do you right. like that? And, well, why would you waste your time listening to an asshole like I, that? I was, That's I, just, I was flipping. I, he said that. I almost drove off the road. Yeah. I mean, is he the, big, I mean, is he the biggest fascist you've ever heard? Uh, no, he's not the biggest. He's one of them, though. I would just to and simplify it, I would say he's an asshole. They said he has the best ratings in New York, the best and? of any radio show. Well, calm down. Just be glad you don't live in New York, okay? I am. 
Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty. By the way, speaking of ratings, those trends come out tomorrow, man. It's going to be this wrinkled up, dried up old fag, man. We're going to have big numbers. I can smell it. Mm-hmm. Can you smell it? Oh, that. I can always smell a big number from a lot of foot or two away, especially if it's uh, like in somebody's pants. During the last uh, break, I want you to know that I went in the other in the magic room. You know what I did? I don't want to know. That's not nothing uh, that you haven't done before. I wiped my uh, eye. Oh, okay. My brown eye. <laughs> oh, jeez. Well, no, I mean, I, I was thinking, I was sitting here during the show thinking, Jeepers Creepers, I think I've got some seepers. <laughs> well, no, when you're, when you're fat, when you're fat, you, right. when no, you're out, sometimes you it, seep a little out. Sure, and you it just, explains and you, a lot. I don't know, and you just have to go and you smell. feel nice and literally you know, clean. Moist towelettes are really good for that. How about some tucks? Sure, if you don't have a bidet. No, I do not have a bidet, but I think it's in the works. 19 till 1 at 560 WQM. We got our, thank goodness, Wednesday 1 to 2 hour. Boy, the timing couldn't possibly be better the way this thing is going today. You know, it's that time of the year again when the mattress showrooms and furniture stores run their phony ad sales. Dollar Mattress will ask you this. If you double the price to offer half off, is that really a deal? No. Of course not. Fact is that those stores have to run a sale to drop their prices nearly as low as Dollar Mattress sells them each and every day, 365 days a year. For discount prices on dozens of models from the top names in the business, Sealy, Serta, Tempur-Pedic, Simmons, King Coral, <coughs> Orsterns, and Foster, call 1-800-MATTRESS, 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S. No nonsense, no bait and switch, no house brands, no false promises, and best of all, you don't have to pay a premium for the best service available anywhere. You'll get service like you've only dreamed about from the delivery team ranked number one in customer satisfaction. When you call Dial a Mattress, 1-800-MATTRESS, don't forget, you pick the day and time of your delivery within a two-hour window seven days a week from 8 in the a.m. till 10 p.m., and they'll be sleeping like a baby well the first night, whoever it is. I've been sleeping on a mattress from Dial a Mattress for years, and you ought to be doing the same thing. If the old mattress is lumpy, bumpy, worn out, if your back is taking a beating, here's the way to solve the problem. With low prices, same-day delivery, free setup, and removal, it's easy to see why Donald Mattress is ranked numero uno in customer satisfaction. So don't be fooled by those mattress showrooms or furniture store ads. They can't come close to matching all the service and deals you get from Donald Mattress. Pick up the phone and call them right now. They'll be knocking on your door in no time at all when it's convenient for you. 1-800-MATTRESS, 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S, or online, it's mattress.com. Live, live and local, we're Sports Radio 560, QAM. Bro, By the way, son, I've been giving it some thought. See? Well, what do you think it is? I knows that me and you can do much better. Go with six to ten and not at five. A Gentile and a cranky Jew. I think we might be happy together. I think you really got out of your mind. You gotta have your wee-wee bag strapped on too tight. No chance I'll do a show with you. <laughs> I'd rather die. We'd be crappy together. Why, I'll have you know that I'm a big mocky Jew from Brooklyn Heights. I've been raped by everybody but you. You're not my type. Me and Mo, that would blow. No way that if we had a fight. That you'd survive Who'd want to hear a genitile In pushy type That's crappy together So with you and me For me is much better six to ten, not five. It's only right that I should get more sleep at night. 
I think we might be happy together. What, 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 what? Happy together. What, 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 what? Would you be better? What, what, what? 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 What, General Clark's announced at 1 p.m. He's running. I guess it's kind of like anticlimactic, yeah. now, you might say. Now, what so, happened to my audio in here during that break, Scott? Was that like your screw up, or was that something somebody? Well, he said the audio vault got quiet all of a sudden. Oh, so in other words, it was on that end. Right. Not another technical problem on that end. <laughs> Holy crap! So how stay unusual. Stay tuned. Maybe something will happen. Now you're going to be shocked by this. What? This is going to really please you uh, like you wouldn't believe. Before you get into that. Yes? 3.40 at the site. Week. It ain't raining where he is, but it's storming cats and dogs here. Oh. And it's sunny and beautiful here right now, but Friday we're getting the end of the hurricane, yeah? This room is filling up with the weirdest smell I've smelled in years, and I don't know what it is. <laughs> Josh Friedman's making a visit back to the building. It ain't that. It's not recognizable as anything really? I've ever smelled before. Hmm. Mystery smell. Maybe Scruan's hovering in the hallway. I've smelled that before. Mm-mm-mm. 340 bucks. So what's our total? Do we have any idea? I mean, this the thing grand is like... total? Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Miguel is at the corner of Broward Boulevard and University Drive on a shell station in a QM van. Nope. Put on your uh, hip boots. Miguel just called in, and it is raining by him, he said, and it's still 340. So in other words, there's nobody there. Partly. I see. Well, that's pretty damn weak for your best meal merchandise. I don't think we're going to even make 25 grand this year. We had like 22 something. I don't think if we keep going till January, we're going to make it. Sure. Pretty lame. Anyway, here's some exciting news. With the, the next three Super Bowls visiting new stadiums and locales not known as winter destinations, Houston, Jacksonville, and Detroit, NFL Commissioner Paul Tagliabue was hoping to return to a familiar warmer host city in 2007, which is why NFL owners are expected to approve bringing football's big game back to Pro Player Stadium when they meet this afternoon in Washington, D.C., oh! 2007. The commissioner said we wanted to go back to some place that was a warm-weather site that had the experience of hosting Super Bowls before, said Jim Steig, NFL Senior Vice President of Special Events. So this afternoon, they'll make it formal. Now, this fact she sent me really porks my ass. That piece of Schmidt footy made a comment regarding Cox's passing away. That's disrespectful to talk ill of the dead. It says F. Footy and his Schmidt-selling barbecue sauce. Footy's got barbecue sauce? So they say. Oh, jeez, I hope he's... Sticks it up as rectum. God, How, uh, that's what, the secret ingredient. I'm not. I'm not going to get upset about it because it's so typical. Sun Sentinel ignores it altogether. We got people on here making all kinds of caustic, negatory comments. The only people calling in here want to know, uh, you know, what he got busted for and uh, what kind of negative. Because uh, South Florida, don't don't blame it on me. All these years, I keep hearing O'Neill is so negative. I'm not negative. The town is negative. That's all they know is negativity. They thrive on it on mm -hmm. hate and hostility. Just like the guy that spent like three minutes there with that big buildup about his dead mother-in-law, whatever the hell it was, and then gives me a song dance about some dried-up fag crap, okay? Very weak, by the way, sir. From now on, like, do it right off the bat. Don't waste our time. If you want to call in and say, you suck, more power to you, but get it out of the way. Here's a lady in uh, Jupiter. Hello. Hello. Yes, ma'am. I'd like to speak to Neil. Speaking. Um, hi, how are you? I'm um, doing great. I just moved into uh, up by Jupiter from Miami, and you're absolutely correct. The crap in Miami is horrendous. It's so much nicer up here in Jupiter. 
Crap. That's um, the middle name in South Florida. Crap. Uh, I just wanted to let you know that I think you're great. I've been listening to you for years. This is the first time I've called. And uh, you're, you speak your mind, no oh, and ifs or buts, and I just think you're great, and I wanted to let you know. I am great. For and, right um, also, with, in reference to George, yes? he, you know, he's, with all due respect, George, uh, you're not Neil. You know? No he kidding. tried so hard to what be a shocker. Neither are you, bitch. Was Neil. Whoever said he was. Whoever said he was me. Neither you, bitch. Yeah, see, now he he's doesn't, a hostile. Uh, he yeah. tries so hard to be funny, but he's not. No, I don't. He's not funny. You yeah, try hard to be funny, well, But he, he did okay. He Where did you work? a decent job. <laughs> Smell the pot. Oh, well. Yeah. Have a great day, sweetheart. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, bitch. She's hostile, and she moved to Jupiter. And, of course, George is very pleased about that. Yeah, that's right. Far away. Maybe that Good. was One that down. Smell. Maybe that was that aroma. Oh. Maybe it's coming downwind from Jupiter. See, these calls where you want to, like, suck my ass and then rip George or the other way around, it's so, it's just such a old, waste of time. But, you know, it's old and boring and ponderous. You know, oh, yo, you're so great. I, I'm not impressed by that. I know how good I am. I know how well I've done for, like, almost uh, About 30, man. years in this town. I, don't, I, don't, I hear the other crap that's on a year. I don't need that. It's not interesting. If I'm listening to a show, oh, hi, Larry, your show is so entertaining. You're so wonderful. You ask all the right questions, you know, stuff like that. Uh -huh. It's terminal. It's ponderous. It's like for old people, you know. Hey, Neil. Nobody on the age of 100 wants to hear that. And by the way, George, you suck, and you're, yeah. what else did she say? You're like, I'm you're not, not you. me, and you're not funny. Well, we know I you're not funny. I didn't know I was supposed to be. He's George, okay? He did a fine job this summer. We took a poll on that, and like a uh, few people said they liked it. About 30, man. And about 5,000 said they say, oh, yeah, whatever. Whatever it is. If you don't like it when he's on, don't listen. That's all. I, this, It's like the barking at the moon, that dog again. You know, I just don't understand people like that. When he's on, it's pretty obvious, you know, if I'm not there. If it's the summertime, if I take a day off like last Friday at George's show. Hey, if you don't like him, if you don't like me, bye-bye. Ne that's never bothered me. This is the last time I'm listening. Great. You know, I'm not going to change the show for one asshole that calls in or five assholes. Or 50 of them. Maybe that might do it. But it's just uh, ridiculous, you know, this uh, calling a talk show to, like, bellyache and, be, like I said, negative, negative, negative. Ne and she's talking about crap right. in Miami? Yeah. How do you like that? Feel the love. Yeah, feel the love. I can feel it all the way up here. I hate to break the news to you. I don't want to get you all depressed and bent out of shape. But I'm looking out. There's not a cloud in the sky. It's sunny. It's 72 degrees. It's going to be 77 this afternoon. There's not a chance of rain. And so, you know what, Friday afternoon, we'll get the ass end of Isabel. And big deal. We'll survive it. We survived SARS twice here. We survived the goddamn West Nile and the uh, mad cow and the uh, tainted meat and the goddamn blackout and everything else. And we'll survive. And everybody here still walks around with a smile on their face. And they hold the door open for you. And they say hello in the elevator. And they're friendly and they're decent and they're like uh, human beings as opposed to, ah, you know, like that. So if anybody wants to know why I love Toronto so much or like uh, almost anywhere that's not South Florida, it's because it's not South Florida. Because the people are civilized and they like have some clue of what the which side is up and which side is down and they seem generally speaking to get along together. All these different people, these schmata heads and Chinese and whatever the hell they are. Just people. As opposed to South Florida where everybody hates each other. Oh, speak English, speak English, you know, yeah, all this other crap and Celia Cruz at the uh, stadium. Oh, God. You can't call Miami a third world country. It's like a tenth world place. Mm -hmm. With that Ileana, Rosanna, Dana, bitch, all this other crap going on. That Jose Basulto. Always the same old tired garbage, man. Hocking the same baloney. All those people playing in Fats Domino Park. 135 votes for Wesley Clark. Rhymes with Fats Domino Park. 
Who'd you like to see as Democratic presidential candidate next year? Wesley Clark, 135. I don't care. They all suck. See, there's what I'm talking about. 103 said they uh -huh. all suck. That's nice. 18.9%. Howard D, 96. Bob Graham, 71. I don't care. I'm for Bush, 64. 11.7%. Shame on you. Shame on you. Get yourself an IQ test. Get yourself a brain transplant. John Kerry, 19. Al Sharpton, 18. John Edwards, 13. Dennis Kucinich, 8. Dick Gebhardt. Seven people in this audience are for Dick. Jew Lieberman, 6. And Carol Mosley Braun, out of 543 votes. She's still sitting on three. Oh, look at that on the Playboy channel. They're sitting on two. Two what? Too big. 12.56 at 5.60 WQM. <laughs> Too big for Clarence is what he said. He ran like a son of a bitch. Maybe that's what you smell. <clears throat> Maybe those are the afterburners leaving that aroma. Hey, if you're looking for a great place to eat breakfast, lunch, or dinner, let me tell you about Vic and Irv's. And I am looking across the lake right now. Look at that. There's Rochester. There's Vic. There's Irv. You know, I wonder if there really was a Vic and Irv. You know what? I wonder. Probably. I wonder, like if there was a Don and Bob. Anyway, Vic and Irv's is from my hometown of Rochester. I ate there a zillion times. And loved it. Vic and Irv's has been around since 1934. And the good news for people in South Florida who love those white hots and all the other Rochester food, Vic and Irv's is located on Federal Highway, just south of Broward Boulevard and the tunnel on the east side. Vic and Irv's is a flashback to time when restaurants were really great before the fast food came along. Go and enjoy a real hamburger or hot dog served hot, fresh, and fast. Vic and Irv's was brought to Fort Lauderdale by the same guys who feed you cheeseburger, cheeseburger. Vic and Irv's uses the same fresh 100% ground chuck meat as cheeseburger, cheeseburger. And offers an incredible quarter-pound hot dog. You haven't had a wiener in your, in your uh, puss in a long time like that. What makes Vic and Irv's different from anybody else in town? I'm glad you asked, because the burgers and dogs are served with Vic's signature meat sauce poured on top, giving you a combination of flavors available no place else in town. So if you're looking for something else to try, Vic and Irv's has got all kinds of great dishes, including great breakfast menu, omelets cooked to order, French toast, pancakes, all your favorite side dishes, too. So stop by Vic and Irv's, whether you're from Rochester or not, you'll still love it, and see what all it's all about. Vic and Irv's on Federal Highway, just south of Broward Boulevard in the tunnel. On the east side, be sure and tell them that old Neil Rogers from Farina Drive in Brighton sent you by to Vic and Irv's. My, my, and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAQAM. Since Fearless Vita has won, Natasha and I no longer have to look for a moose and squirrel. Instead, we listen to the Neil Rogers Fair and Balance 1 to 2 hour. <laughs> it's like this swish boom. <laughs> Loving it. Wasn't that awesome? Like this swish boom. My co-worker, Charlie. He's a real character. Brother man, how you doing? Hey, great game last night, huh? <laughs> the balls. Ever seen the next shoot better than last night? I mean, it was like boom, three points, boom, three points. Turn to the end, boom, three points, and they're taking it home right up. <laughs> That's what Love to talk sports at work. Baby. Pretty much all the time. So the guy pops to the infield, right? Let's it go, right? Rolls to outfield. They drop it. Meanwhile, the Dodgers bring another one home, right? I'm thinking, who's coaching these guys, right? I mean, they That is, while the rest of us are trying to work for a living. See the interception last half? It was like, boom, we're going downtown. End zone. That's when I decided to tell Charlie about Lobotabelle, an over-the-counter medication made especially for overactive conversationalists. Because my co-workers and I, well, we were concerned about Charlie. Now, with Lobotabelle, Charlie can relax, and we can get some work done. Right, Charlie? Charlie? Just blink your eyes twice if you can hear me, Charlie, okay? Uh, oh, okay, Charlie, I'll wipe the drool. Hey, great game last uh, night, huh? Fast-acting, non-drowsy, Lobotaville. Use only as directed. My candidacy is all about big change in Sacramento. What about those orgies you had? Outrageous. What are your qualifications? I have no, no experience. I'm a womanizer. I'm a terrible, a terrible guy. What's your plan? 
Now here's my plan. I decided to get a bikini wax. And then we end the crazy deficit spending. Oh! It really comes down to this. Ow! Game over. From the makers of Kotex, it's Vibratex. Vibratex. The super absorbency and convenience you expect from Kotex, but with three-speed vibrating action now that turns a week of mood swings, bloating, and cravings into a week of smiles, squeals, and shudders of delight. Vibratex. Each insert has a built-in mini vibrator powered by an Energizer watch battery that keeps going and going and going. Just pull the string to change speeds from ah. to <laughs> to... So the next time your special friend pays you a visit, put a smile on her face. From the makers of Kotex, it's Vibratex. Just look for the box that keeps jumping up and down on the shelf. And tank tops and short pants We'll have to wait for next year For our next plans Can't hang at pools in our speedos or briefs Those are a few of our favorite peeves End of summer What's a bummer? Autumn's come at last We'll just have to wait till it's warmer I think Until you can see More Sports fans, I'm Ozzy Osbourne, the Prince of f***ing Football. This year looks like it's going to be exciting in the NFL. One team to definitely watch out for are the Green Bay Packers. Cut, Ozzy, uh, that's Packers. What? Packers, Green Bay Packers. Not Packers? Uh, okay, okay. Okay, can we start again? Can we start it over? Cue the music. In the AFC Central... You have to watch out for the upstart Cleveland Browns. Browns? What the f*** is a brown? Cut! What? How, how about those New England guys? The f***ing Patriots or something like that. That reminds me of when I was growing up in England, right near Birmingham. We were a poor family. Ozzy, uh, stick to the script if you can, please. F*** you, I'm the prince of f***ing football! Cut! Cut! Shen! In the NFC, you have to like the Falcons, the Bears, the Panthers, and Lions. Jesus Christ, I feel like I'm in line at the fucking zoo with all these fucking Falcons and Panthers and shit. Is this football or mutual of Omaha's wild fucking kingdom? Cut it! That's all it's on the cue card, man. What, what do you want me to do about it? Uh, just wrap it up, Ozzy. That's all for this week. I'm Ozzy Osbourne, the Prince of fucking football. He's a superstar in the NBA, but he went too far on that fateful day. When he called her to his suite, she was shocked as hell. He was hanging to his feet, he didn't ring a bell. So he ate the food, and they had a kiss. That's what things got weird. He said, look at this. He said, she said, as they both look back On the upside, she's lucky it wasn't Shaq Can't keep it in his pants Can't keep it in his pants
From constipation, Metamucil can help. Metamucil. For those times when you want to push it, push it real good. Metamucil. It's always the same old story. You and your pals can't agree on what to watch. I want to watch stock car racing. Oh, I want to watch Joe. Well, now you can both be happy with the NASCAR PGA Channel. It's two great uh, sports on one channel. Watch Jeff Gordon with his number 24 Chevrolet wide open blow past Jim Furyk on the 18th hole of the Buick Open. NASCAR PGA Channel. Never before have two acronyms combined to unite such diametrically opposed spectator uh, sports. Here's Tiger Woods on the green at eight. And here's Dale Jr. in the red number eight. Look out. Two groups of athletes both shooting for the checkered flagstick. The adrenaline. The relaxation. The NASCAR PGA Channel. The NASCAR PGA Channel is a subsidiary of the figure skating hockey channel. Be there. Action News reveals who else is running for California governor. Homer, why are you running for governor? I can be a jerk and no one can stop me. What are your qualifications? Decisive, uncompromising, and rude. How would you balance the budget? Taxes, spending reductions? Something very close, exactly along those lines. What do you think about the other candidates? These candidates make me want to vomit in terror. Oh, wait, what the smoke for? That's tonight on Action News. If you're elected, would you decrease your beer consumption? Mmm, beer. Maybe. I have a very short attention span. Out of my way, jerk ass! Ten past one at 560. WQM, it's our big Wednesday 1 to 2 uh, comedy bits hour. Thank the Lord for that. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. 560. QAM. Right. Okay, we have 560 bucks. Well, we better do a lot. We better get over a thousand today over there at the uh, van hit or I'm going to be really depressed. I don't care if it's like raining cats and dogs and are like gigantic uh, ice balls falling from the sky and pellets and crap and uh, mung. Flaming I don't care. asteroids. Exactly. I don't care if there's flaming assholes, okay? Let's get that money going for abandoned pet rescue and let's quit with the excuses. It's like it's like the attendance at ball games. It's the same thing. Oh, well, there's a cloud in the sky, or there's like two feet of standing water. I got can't get my rowboat. Get with it. 
Miguel is waiting on you, man, right at the corner of Broward and University, one of the great intersections in Broward County, right there at the Shell Station. I mean, is there anybody who doesn't know where that is? No. No. Even if people like in, uh, in uh, Alachua County know where that is. In Okahumpka, at the Turnpike Plaza, they know where it is. Broward University in the Shell Station. Look for the QM van. Look for the lovely Miguel in there. Maybe he'll, uh, you'll get lucky, but I doubt it. And you got the best Neil CDs and the Mo Howard David keychains and all that stuff for abandoned pet rescue for a good cause. Shell out some cash at Shell, okay, and get with it between now and two o'clock. If we don't go over a grand, which is going to be very difficult, I'm going to be porked. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah. I have an idea that you'll be porked no matter what. Well, that could be. I don't know, not this kid. Not on that end, anyway. Oh. How's that poll coming? Speaking of that. Who'd you like to see as Democratic presidential candidate this year? He's going to be announcing any second, by the way, any minute, uh, pretty soon, when he gets around to it. Wesley Clark, 142, he's running. I don't care, they all suck, 108. Howard Dean, 101. Bob Graham, 73. I don't care, I'm for Bush, 68, 11.9%. Hard-ass morons. John Kerry, 19. Al Sharpton, 19. Kind of scary. Sharpton's uh, tied with uh, uh, Kerry. John Edwards, the psychic man. John Edwards got 14. Dennis Kucinich, 8, Dick Kebhart, 7, Jew Lieberman, 6, and Carol Mosley Braun still got 3 out of 571. Nice going, girl. Hey, if you're on the Atkins diet or any other low-carb, sugar-free diet, then here's a story you're going to fall in love with. By the way, Skippy, I understand you're a real pain in the ass and that uh, you got your head up screwing ass is what I'm hearing. Yeah. Uh-huh. Get us some copies, Skippy. You're doing nothing. You inherited all of these wonderful accounts from Brian Schmutz, and you're doing nothing. You wouldn't know service. Uh, the only thing he's servicing is screwing. Even better than Roy. The Lights of West book has got over 900 low-carb, sugar-free products in stock. The entire store is dedicated to you people trying to lose that weight on low-carb diets. Be sure and try their new low-carb instant cup of soup. Just add water, pop it in the old microwave. It's a low-carb meal in a cup and four delicious flavors. Be sure and try the sinfully delicious low-carb muffins for a quick breakfast. And they've got a long, long, long list. Low-carb hot cocoa, apple cider, blondies, brownies, their great selection of low-carb pastas, sauces, dressings, chips, chocolates, their world-flaming famous Carbolite ice cream, Judy's low-carb peanut brittle, Carbolite ready-to-drink chocolate and vanilla shakes. These are low-carb meals in a can. The almond snack cakes and six delicious flavors. And the Atlas brand, chocolate crisp and chocolate mint bars. They're delicious. And thank the Lord, no <coughs> maltitol whatsoever. And, of course, at uh, Delights, you can try anything in the store before you buy it. And all the Atkins brand products are on sale today, next circus, all day, every day. So stop by if you're dining because you're going to fall in love with this store. They're open daily, 10 to 10. You'll find them on the northeast corner of Glades in 441, next to Boston Market, safely far enough away from Moe's house. You won't smell them. Call them toll-free at 1-877-LOW-CARB or shop them on the web at lowcarb.com. It's Delights of West Boca, your official Atkins Retail Center. My and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAQAM. Packwood can't keep his packer in his pants. This is for your lady friend in the warehouse of Jupiter. I had a chick named Kay. Wrecked him. One day she flew away. Tijuana, where the moon is blue. The moon is blue. But with our right wing censorship, there are words that mustn't slip. Yes. To truly tell you how I feel for K. Let's feel for K. Oh. So, if you see K in Tijuana, I'll see you in Tijuana too. Now, if you see K, tell her I miss her each day. And the FCC won't let me sing this song I wrote today. Now, if you see K, take her hand, gently say that after this.
transmission. I'll be out in 90 days. Oh, if you see K-M-T-Wana, then I'll see you with Tijuana. Go, wanna go, but gotta see you with Tijuana. Oh, when a very lovely lady sat next to me. All right. When she got up to eat, she asked if I would hold her sight. Rackham. I was more than happy to. And now there's more I'd like to do. I want to kiss her, but she won't let me. I want to whisper sweet nothings in her ear. I want to give you a kiss. Rectum. I want to hold her behind closed doors and more. I want to kiss her, but she won't let me. When she returned, she said she was an actress. She showed me an album of pictures of her opening, which she'd been sitting on. She seemed as sweet as she could be, but I could clearly see she was the kind of girl who stole men's hearts, then wrecked them. Wrecked them, wrecked them, wrecked them. I want to kiss her, but she won't let me. I want to whisper sweet nothings in her ear. I want to hold her behind Absolutely. closed doors and more. I want to kiss her, but she won't let me. Well, I'll never forget the train ride down to Austin. We shared a seat, and we shared our tales. But as my heart tries to leave her behind, regrets are all I find. Cause I'd hoped I'd get that girl in the end. I want to kiss her, but Rectum. she won't let me. Right. I want to hold her behind closed doors and more. I want to kiss her butt. Oh, I want to kiss her butt. Oh, I want to kiss her butt. Oh, she won't let me. We're class food. Part of the Philip Norris family, and we know what your kids want for dinner. More Claps nicotine and cheese, please. <coughs> it's Claps' own creamy, delicious processed cheese melted over pure, hugely addictive nicotine. Kids love it. Mm. <coughs> it's 
the nicotine. It's the cheese. <coughs> no, you're right. It's the nicotine. My kids can't get enough of class nicotine and cheese. Where is it, you old hag? Where is it? Now, Billy, stop digging under those seat cushions. I've got more nicotine and cheese right here. Oh, great, Mom. Mmm, Clap Nicotine and Cheese. It's the nicotiniest. Clap Nicotine and Cheese, part of the Philip Norris family. We keep trying to distance ourselves from being an evil representative of tobacco-related death, but somehow it just isn't working. Jupiter, too. There's Wesley Clark. And in a time of war, he's running. To ask those questions and propose those alternatives in the highest sense of patriotism. Yeah! yeah. Let's hear it for Wes. So yeah. we are going to hold the administration accountable for its policy. Yeah, he said basically Bush is an asshole. I think we knew that, but I'd like to hear him say it. So we got uh, 587 votes on the pool, which is very appropriate. You see how we have our thumb on the pulse? Right. I just checked the Sun Sentinel website, by the way. Is there anything on there about uh -oh. Don Cox dying yet? No. 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 And Jick has even got his column all prepared, another one of those puff pieces about some stupid show for tomorrow. Anything about Don Cox passing away? No. No. The Sun Sentinel is evil, folks. They're the antichrists. They make the Herald look good. I never dreamed I could say that. Whoa. 590 votes on the pool. Wesley Clark, he's kicking ass, man. Historic deficits. See? 148 votes for Wes. I don't care. They all suck. 112. 
Howard Dean, 104. Bobby Graham, 76. B.D. Eisenhower, we like Bobby Graham. I don't care, I lie, I'm for Bush, 72, 12.2%. Mental defectives. Uh, John Kerry, 20. Al Sharpton, 19. John Edwards, 14. A lot of dead people are going to vote for him, which is big in South Florida, by the way. Dennis Kucinich, 8. Dick Kemhart, 7. 7 like Dick. Jewel Lieberman, 6. And Carol Mosley Brown is moving up to 4. Oh! She's moving along, man, very slowly. Like the turtle. Isn't that what it was? The tortoise in the hair. Every now and then she pokes her head out. 26 past 1 at 560 WQM. Poke your head out. Get your head out of the sand if you're a plunger out there, if you're gambling on all these ball games that are going on now. And do your gambling with people you can trust. VIPsportsbook.com. South Florida's best sportsbook. By far, hands down your pants. Even the uh, learned Ken Malden will tell you about them. And Dave Hagan. Everybody on the station who's got an IQ larger than their thumbnail will tell you VIPsportsbook.com is where it's at. Because they're not one of those uh, bookie uh, outfits that's in the jungles of some 10th world country. They're the oldest and largest sportsbook in the highly trusted Netherlands where they really know their craft. 100% legal and licensed as well. So listen to me. Listen to Ken Muldoon. Listen to Dave Hagan and call VIPsportsbook.com toll-free at 1-866-VIP-BETS because VIPsportsbook.com, to put it simply in language you can all understand, is South Florida's best. Sign up now. You can bet all the South Florida football and basketball teams juice-free all year long. And, God, if there's one thing I'd love to be, it's juice-free. You want to bet the Dolphins? It's 100 to win 100. You want to bet the Hurricanes? It's 100 to win 100. So forget about that vigorous. All sign-ups get a real 20% cash bonus, not some phony, funny money match play bonus. VIPsportsbook.com. That's where you'll find them online or call them toll-free and start plunging your guts out. Call 1-866-VIP-BETS. That's 1-866-VIP-BETS. Be sure you tell me you heard about it here on Sports Neurotic WQAM. VIPsportsbook.com, where make no mistake about it, you be the VIP. Live and local, this is 560. The radio is all yours now. QAM. Oh, 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 oh,
stamp and dart, the American pigs can't fight where we are. So, so all we got is one guitar. We pray to Allah, then start playing. Listen to the jihad fatwa jam, the rock and roll sound of the Taliban. Smelly camel jockeys that don't think about our music is the only thing that's we don't care where the women are at. There's plenty of smelly men to grab. When he squats down, I look between his knees. Hey, what's that thing I see dangling? Gather to the jihad, fatwa, hiding in the cave, eating halaba, no phone, no lights, no motor car, not a single luxury. Oh, he is swelling out the pound of sound. Attorney General When she was in charge It was business as usual She's one tough woman And let me tell you that's no bull Or maybe she is Well now all of the Democrats Are loving her Ever since she said She might run for governor well, there's just one question I'd like to ask of her. Why do you shake, Janarino? 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 Well, you gotta lick a bush if you wanna take control. Their songs provided the soundtrack for a whole generation. And now they're finding a whole new audience with a CD that doesn't sound a whole lot like anything they've ever done before. It's the best of Crosby, Stills, and Cash. Don't you know we're riding on the Marrakesh Express? Experience deja vu all over again when Crosby, Stills, and Cash unveil a whole different take on this classic tune. Our house is a very, very, very fun house. With two cats in the yard. It's a CD jam-packed with all the songs you'll want to teach your children. Like... I am yours. You are mine. Hello, I'm Johnny Cash for Crosby, Stills, and Cash. You know, we used to sing like a couple of boys named Sue. But now, the cash register's ringing because we're singing in a whole new register. You are what you are, and you make it hard. The best of Crosby, Stills, and Cash. Walk the line straight to your local record store and pick up a copy today.
And so I'm singing, return my motor, come on, be a pack. Why would they auction my root canal? Return my motor, you've got no right to sell my teeth. That really bites. Your squirrel friend? Oh, you mean Rocky? Sure, he's over there. 
And over there, and over there, oh my, Rocky, what do you know about this, Saddam? Don't ask me, ask my auntie. Auntie? Auntie who? Auntie Aircraft. <laughs> oh no! Join us next time for Oil's Well That Ends Well, or Kiss Your Gas Goodbye. Hey, Moose, what weather forecast for today? Bummy. Uh-oh. Iraqi and Bullwinkle, Saturday morning on Nickelodeon. Best show on TV history, make no mistake about it. We don't have to take a poll on that. We know the answer, don't we? Yes. Yes, we do. 19 till 2 at 560, WQM, Wesley Clark. Now, this poll that we're doing now, it's going to vanish at 2 o'clock when the big hand hits the little hand. Right. 610 votes on this one. But then it's going to be, what? who's your favorite dead political figure, which went over really big today? <laughs> wow. But there will be some names on there that we won't even know about because Eric's got them in the, hidden, in the hidden vault, I guess. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whichever ones he got. So uh, govern yourselves accordingly, I guess. You know, it's that time of the year again when the mattress showrooms and furniture stores run those phony ad sales every year at this time. The same old stuff. Donna Mattress wants to ask you one simple question. If you double the price to offer promises and best of all, you don't have to pay a premium for the best service going anywhere. You'll get service like you dream about from delivery team rank number one of customer satisfaction. When you call Donna Mattress at 1-800-MATTRESS, you pick the day and time for your delivery within any two-hour window seven days a week when it's convenient for you from 8 a.m. till 10 p.m. You'll be sleeping well the very first night. I've been sleeping on a mattress from Donna Mattress for years, and look what a genius I am. With low prices, same-day delivery, free setup and removal, it's easy to see why Donna Mattress is ranked the best in the world in customer satisfaction. So don't be fooled by those mattress showrooms or furniture store ads. They can't come close to matching what you always get every day from Dollar Mattress. Pick up that phone right now and replace that lumpy, bumpy, worn-out old mattress with a great new one at an unbeatable price. Call 1-800-MATTRESS, 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S, or check them online at mattress.com. We're Sports Radio 560, QAM. Yourself. Hey, who are you? I am the Golden Fox News. Can't you tell by my confident smile? Oh, well, when you wink at me like that, uh, uh, who are those innocent ones? Ah, uh, this is me, public. There you are, my little public. Uh, what's that? You're feeding them. I'm spoon-feeding them a fair and balanced diet of misinformation. Watch the play now. Look, it's just like the one Saddam flew into the towers. Certainly looks easy to swallow. I already have 69% of them believing Iraq was behind 9-11. Wow. By now, any recollection of bin Laden should be completely erased. Amazing how simple they are. Come on. You have to eat to grow up and be a hero. Maybe even the greatest president in the universe. Like our mighty leader, Mr. Bush. Good, isn't it? You have them totally in control. Of course. They know that if they didn't see it on TV, it simply isn't true. The candidates all admit it. If there's a problem, Bush did it. From unemployment to inflation to our wartime situation. They say that our nation with its complications all comes down to just one thing. Some don't like the way Bush runs the country. Some don't like the 
Books on Tape presents Madonna's first children's book. I do not like green eggs and ham. I do not like to make love to more than six guys at a time. I will not eat them in a train. I will not eat breakfast off of Drew Carey's ass crack. I will not eat them for a million years, but I would eat Britney Spears. Madonna's book on tape. It made me throw up. And monkeys might fly out of my butt. Honey. Yes, dear? Take off my slippers. Yes, dear. Mm, now take off my bra. Yes, dear. Ooh. Now slide down and slip off my panties. Oh, yes, dear. Thank you. Now don't ever let me catch you wearing my clothes again, or I swear I'll leave you, you pervert. Yes, dear. Central 2 at 560 WQM. Mad Dog coming up at 2. The Humper from 4 to 630. Marlin pregame 630. Humongous game. Marlins at the Phillies 705 tonight. Whoever wins that game is going to still be in the in the driver's seat for the wild card. Eddie Camp for the baseball game. Joe and Mark overnight. Now 820 bucks for abandoned pet rescue. And Miguel had to leave because he has to <coughs> poo, as it says here. Right. That's not what he said. That's what you're saying. Right. Well, do you know that or do you just are you making that up? No, as he said, he's got to go. He says, I have to go take a... Crap. Right. That's not what he said either, though. Schmidt? Right. Dump? Yes. Did he say he had to go take a, a Mo Howard David? <coughs> oh, okay. <laughs> it's uh, nine minutes before the hour. We got, like I said, the Mad Dog coming up top of the hour. We got Balance for Life waiting for you with a little black sack. That's the key to your losing that weight that you've been desperate. You're overweight. You're out of shape. You're lethargic. You have diabetes, or maybe you're right on the edge of it, on the edge of a physical disaster. Balance for Life can help you lose that weight the painless way because they do all the cooking, all the calorie and carb counting, all the figuring for you based on the zone diet. And they deliver right to your dough by 6 o'clock every morning, a little black sack. And in your sack is all the food you need to keep you full all day long. And I'm talking about keep you full. Three gourmet meals, two delicious snacks, everything fresh, delicious, made with the best ingredients, nothing frozen, no preservatives, no chemicals, no crap. It's a real weight loss program, not some kind of a fad or a gimmick. And it's the only company, by the way, that lets you choose between two alternatives for each meal and snack every day they're trying to program. You fill out your little menu, you fax it back to them, and voila, there it is at your door every morning. So let Balance for Life help you lose the weight like even the disgusting beast is doing right now. Call Balance for Life at this number and get started. You'll be seeing results on those scales within a matter of days. 954-568-3229. 954-568-3229. Or check them out on the web at balanceforlife.com. This is Sports Radio 560 QAM. Titties. Yeah, baby. Get down with that groovy wah-wah. 
I dropped it on the floor. Dropped it on the floor. I was turning blue. I died right after you. I never thought that I would die at the same time that Johnny Cash did too. Shut the ambulance door. Shut the ambulance door. There's nothing else you can do. Johnny and I are through. Who'd have figured that John Ritter pass away with a boy named Sue? I think I may have caught something when I banged to Dan Summers that day. I always thought you were a fool. Well, every show I did blue. My health was steadily falling from the alcohol and the cocaine. I was a star on the tube. And now we're both in the tube. I was standing there one day, not thinking I would die from being able to make doo doo. I should never eat McDonald's. A Big Mac must be trapped inside my bowels. Ah, how can you die from infected parts? Who let these butcher doctors in? Now my heart stopped. You schmucks at Sinai tore my intestines out. I guess I should have known what to expect living in Miami with the kind of service you get in this town. I would hack and leave tomorrow if I didn't eat that crab I swallowed. Why can't you lend me some Dukalax? Why can't you losers get it right? My bowels were blocked inside my hiney. Can't make my turds go out. Some of them are brown, and then some are gray, and some are gray. One of them can't walk, one of them can't walk, and one is six foot eight, one is six foot eight, and one of them's a girl.
presents Nine Inch Nails Unplugged. I wanna f you like an animal! Damn it, this thing's not.